This week on The Swearwolves, we recap our recent trip to Monroeville, Pennsylvania to meet John Carpenter at Steel City Con. We also talk about Brett's recent trip to New Jersey for Monster Mania, and then we talk about Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. to the swear wolves i'm brett i'm david david hey how are you my friend i'm one i'm one i'm wonderful You're how are you <laughs> i'm one with i am world. one <laughs> we are all one mm. we're one of one david yep. you are one of one i'm, I'm one very of one. zen we're very zen I'm harnessing my chi we uh got back we went to steel city con a couple or last week i guess and uh the turnaround time between when we would have recorded stuff from steel city and when our episode got released it was just too short of a window to have you add that to our audio so yeah it would have been i would have had mere hours and that's if uh if there was no delay in my flight yeah so we're gonna throw in our recap of steel city con in this episode if that's okay with you uh, i'll allow it <laughs> hopefully we had a lot of fun I hope so. Hopefully we haven't John, gone yet. Yeah, and hopefully John Carpenter reality. was very nice. I'm sure he wasn't. I'm sure he was just like, okay, I'll <laughs> like sign a, this shit and an old move curmudgeon. On. <laughs> but uh, well, he's going to sign I'm a sure. lot of shit, so he's going to have to listen to me talk at least for a little bit. Like, I got like eight things for you, pal. <laughs> yeah. So we have gone in in your guys's reality. We've gone, but in our reality, we haven't. My wife was asking me the other day. She goes, "What are you going to say to John Carpenter?" I said, I have no fucking clue. I said, but I got about three hours car ride with David to to figure it it out. (laughs) I was thinking about it last night when I went to bed and I just laid there like this, just staring. I was like, I can't think of anything. Yeah. So we'll have to to put our heads together. Yeah. uh, I've got one. Actually, I do have one idea of one thing I can talk to him about. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Don't tell me because if the I car. go first, I'll, I'll steal it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll go first and you'll be, you'll do the whole conversation. And I'll just be like, yep. and then I'll just get up there and I'll be like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I like the thing. It's my favorite <laughs> horror movie. I like your thing. I mean, oh, Mr. Carpenter. <laughs> so, uh, well, without further ado, why don't we just get into that? Why sure. don't we just... Uh, right now uh, that, that update right now all right thank you past brett and david this is current brett and david who just got back from steel city con and uh monster mania yes we did that was a lot of fun so uh we want to talk give a little bit of an update now we're doing this a little bit different than we normally have done because david and i were going to record after we got back from steel city con but 
I only had one microphone. <laughs> David didn't bring his microphone. Not not any fault of his, but and then it just wasn't going to work sharing a microphone. It was going to be like, what did you say we were going to look like? It was going to look like David Bowie and uh, Mick Jagger in the Dancing in the Streets video there. Like face to face. Because these microphones also, like this style, isn't really made for that. Like you got to talk directly into it. Yeah. You so we would have been all right up in each other's business, smelling each other's breath. <laughs> I could think of worse ways to uh, spend an evening now. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, we decided, I was like, well, what's the big deal? I mean, you go home on Monday or you go home on Sunday. We'll just record on Monday and we'll just talk about our weekend. And I just tried really hard to remember everything. Everything. <laughs> it was kind of hard to do. <laughs> it's all blur. Because it all happens like in a... Yeah. Yeah. It's just a flurry of stuff. So David came in on Thursday, landed in uh, Philadelphia, got an earlier flight. So you landed nice. earlier. Yeah. I was supposed to have a flight with a stop in Las Vegas and then a two hour, two and a half hour layover and then fly in. And then day before I got an email from American Airlines like, hey, you want to switch to this direct flight? Yes. So yeah, got in earlier, got in faster. It was nice. Yeah, my my son and I drove down there to pick him up, and then we took him to go get a cheesesteak. Delicious. I never had it with the and cheese it whiz on it. That really makes a difference. It was good. It's the only way to have it. It's the only way to have it. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Anybody else who says any different is an asshole. That's true. I can say that now. <laughs> um, Got back to my place, kind of hung out for a little bit, gave you the 50 cent tour around the new house. It's very and nice. Then, nice home you got there. Thanks, David. And then we went to bed because the next morning, Friday morning, we got up that was about a big five, five thirty. Yeah. Hopped in the car. Well, we didn't leave until after six thirty, but that's a whole nother issue. <laughs> that's another <No>. story. <laughs> and drove out to Monroeville, basically Pittsburgh. Basically Pittsburgh. Took us about three hours. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. We stopped a couple everything. times. Maybe a, yeah. Yeah. Had to go make our peepees a few but, times. <laughs> drove out to uh, Monroeville to steal CityCon. Got right there. And um, there was a lot of people there. Parking was a premium. That, that lot wasn't very big. It but. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, um, we didn't have to walk that much. Well, we didn't have to walk at all because your wife dropped us off. Like a couple of bastards know, she's that like, we hey, are. You guys get out. Go do your thing. Yeah, I'll find a spot. That was nice of her. It was. So we got our shit. We had, uh, David had all of his posters, his million posters he can tell you about here in a second. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got our passes. Yeah, and we had upgraded one of our photo ops because uh, one thing that was kind of nice was John Carpenter was doing two different photo ops. So we had like a regular one, like a typical, you know, kind of studio photo. And then he was going to do another one with the original car from Halloween, the station wagon that Michael Myers steals. So that one cost a little bit extra. So we had to upgrade. So when we upgraded, we had to give them, like on our lanyard that they give you, the VIP lanyard, you've got two like tabs on it. Like uh, yeah. one was for the photo op and one's for one free autograph. But they're like on top of each other. So you had to tear them both off. So I gave the person my uh, photo op ticket. And she's like, all right, now make sure, hold on to that autograph ticket. You don't want to lose that one. And I was like, oh, no, ma'am, I won't. It's going right in my pocket. And then she gave us a paper ticket for the up uh the upgraded photo op and i put that in my pocket and then as we're walking towards uh where we needed to go because carpenter was actually in the building like adjacent to the convention hall he's like at a hotel uh i think you were like hey what time's the photo op and i was like oh let me check the ticket i'll look at it and i looked and i was like oh it doesn't say or whatever and i put it back in my pocket and then we get over to john carpenter 
<laughs> we get to Dion Carpenter and David's like, hey, you only have one thing. You go first. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, and then I was like, as I'm getting my shit signed, you can just hang out and we can we can all be besties. Yeah, and me and John Carpenter and David can all like start our own podcast yep, together. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, so I'm like, oh yeah, here's my thing, and I tear off my little thing and give it to the guy, and he's like, okay, you're just doing the one, and I was like, yeah. He's like, you're ready to go. Uh, you'll be next, and then David's like, okay, and then he's like, and and then you'll be after him. David's like, all right, here's my. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me give you my ticket. It's in my pocket. It was not in David's pocket. <laughs> when I took that paper ticket out to look at the time, I must have accidentally also pulled out my tab for the free autograph. And the and it also gives you like front of line privileges uh, yep. one time was gone. Yep. So I had that so, in my possession for probably all of two minutes and managed to lose it immediately. <laughs> so I was like, is there anything you can do? And like, I think they could well, see the panic in my eyes. Because I was freaking yeah, out. Plus, I was like, no. Well, plus I want to I want to mention that you had the one. I I, I, won't, I don't want to say free because we paid for it. We well, prepaid yeah, yeah. for this autograph, right? Right. But it was included in our VIP package. So he had the one autograph that he paid for already. And then he had. I think six more. Five? Six, I think. I think I had a total of six seven. Six more. So total of seven things to get signed. And he was paying for the other six. Yeah. So he was like, I have six things. Here's my money for six things. Like, why would I? Well, and I think it also helped that it was the first day of the convention and it had only been open for like an hour at that point. So it's like, you haven't That's seen true. this face before, have you? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to give you money. Yeah, but I was yeah. freaking out because, oh, we, we should also mention John Carpenter's line was fucking long. Like, out the door of the room that they had him in, into the hallway, out of the hallway, down the stairs. Like, it was out of the building. So that Out line had to have taken yeah. hours to get through. So I was just like, oh my yeah. God. And at that point I was like, Although I will say this, he, oh, it was pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. It was quick. You know? But I was at that point, I was like, I don't want to wait in that line. So I don't think I even told you this, but if they were going to tell me, no, I was just going to give you my stuff. And I'd just be like, I'll meet him at the photo op. <laughs> <laughs> you get my shit signed. Here's, here's my money. Uh, but luckily they were really nice about it. And they're like, ah, you're fine. Just go ahead. They were cool about it. So we go up there and I was first, like I'd said, and I was like, Mr. Carpenter, it's a pleasure meeting you. And he's like, Hey, how's it going? And I was like, I'm just really nervous. And like, uh, David and I, and David will share his story too, but we were both kind of shaky I, and we meet a lot of we these celebrities. A, dude, we've met you know? a lot of people. I am rarely, if ever starstruck. Uh, and this mm -hmm. was the, like one of the times where, like I felt nervous. Like my hand was like shaking. Yeah, it was weird for me. Too. I'm not used to that. <laughs> but anyway, so he's like, um, oh, don't be nervous. And and uh, and I pulled out. I had the thing, uh, one sheet that Keith David had already signed. And fortunately on mine, Keith David, he did sign it kind of weird. He signed it on the left leg and uh, it's kind of sideways. It looks all right. But fortunately, like the torso where I wanted John Carpenter to sign wasn't filled up. And so I asked him to sign there and he was going there anyway. Like he had the marker and he was already like drawn that's right to that spot. spot and that's yeah. where he was going to sign. So that was cool. So he signed that and I said, thank you very much. And I moved to the side and then David comes with his seven things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then I come up and kind of the same deal. Like I was a little bit shaky and I was like, oh, you're my favorite director. I got a lot of stuff for you. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, no, it's all, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. And then, yeah. uh, when I got to my the thing one sheet also, uh, the same one that you have, 
Um, Keith David signed even weirder on mine. He signed like all the way up the pant leg and sideways. So the spot that I would wanted Carpenter Carpenter to sign dead center, like Keith David kind of ruined it. <laughs> Not ruined, but like he took that spot. I even said, I was like, this is where I wanted you to sign. But as you can see, Keith took up all the good real estate. And he was like, yeah, he did. And I was like, can you sign like maybe um, on the posters, the, the guy's got his hands out. It's like maybe like right underneath the hand. And he's like, yeah, it's a good spot. So we signed there. And then I also yeah. had him sign, uh, let's see, a 2018 Halloween one sheet that I've already got signed by Nick Castle, um, a, an Escape from New York one sheet, a Halloween 2 one sheet. Um, what else? A thing, art the cra- print. That, yeah, the thing, art print, and then the crappy like knockoff thing. Yeah, then the knockoff one that I've had a bunch of people signing, including Wilford Brimley. And then you sign yeah, that. That's the only reason why you continue to yes, get that <laughs> Exactly. <signed>. It <laughs> actually looks really good. I know it's not in the shop. It's like right above my head. Uh, but I think Framed it, it does. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks good. And he signed it like dead center and silver. It looks really cool. Um, and then after he signed all the posters, I was like, oh, Mr. Carpenter, uh, I got one more thing for you. I got one more thing. Do you remember in your movie when they uh, did the blood test? <laughs> oh, I'm so scared. Oh, it was Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh, I didn't. I jumped out of my seat. It still gets me every time. No, I didn't say any of that. I was just like, hey, I got one more thing for you. It's like, I've been going to a lot of shows over the years. And one thing I've been doing with uh, the Thing cast members is I have them sign a Petri dish. So I pulled it out and it was kind of cool. He didn't really say anything, but when I showed it to him, he went, ha! So I think he got kind of a <laughs> kick out of that. And so he signed the lid of the Petri dish. Uh, so I've got that sitting on the shelf right above me. Nice. I managed to get it home without breaking it. Awesome. Yeah. And then after that, nice. that, that was pretty much it for the autograph. And then we're like, okay, well, we got a couple photo ops. Yeah, like just walk around a little bit. We put everything into the car then, because it's like, who wants to walk around with that shit for the rest of the day? Yeah, not this guy. Not this guy. We've done that before. <laughs> That's when you hit Linda Blair with poster <laughs> tube. Whack her with the poster tube, and she fucking hates me forever now. <laughs> but i should say this while we were doing that my wife was meeting joey fatone oh that's right from in sync <laughs> so we missed out on on meeting joey fatone Darn she it. said he was really nice yeah but uh so she got an autograph from him and then just kind of walked around didn't really meet any more of the celebrity guests that they had yeah, we just did a lot of looking like oh there's yeah, someone we so looky lose mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the cast of dexter yeah a bunch of dexter yeah. people <laughs> Yeah, the cast of Dexter, with the exception of Michael C. Hall, he uh, had to cancel because he's uh, doing something else, I think, uh, filming something. But uh, most of the cast of Dexter were there. And uh, my wife and I used to watch the shit out of that show. So she, yeah, same. when we were actually in the photo op. Second photo op. Yeah, the, she was at the panel. the second photo op, she went and sat in on the panel and she said it was really awesome. Yeah. Got her photo op. My wife sneaked her way into there too because she wanted to meet John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to stand with me instead of you. <laughs> What'd you say? Since she wanted to sit with me or stand next to me instead of you. So it looks like yeah. she's my wife. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, I didn't know where to stand. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I, like we said earlier, we were starstruck. It was like, oh, where do I go? We got up there. And so I stood on his right side. And then David stood on his left side and my wife, and there was no room uh, on his other, like next to me. Right. Yeah. I was on the room on your side next, next to you. And so my wife stood then next to you. Yep. And then John was like, whoa, whoa, even- whoa, be a gentleman get out of here. And you like pu- pushed me aside and like brought your wife in. So I'm just sitting on the <laughs> yeah. outside like, oh, I'm here too as well. <laughs> but it was so cool. And then he took the photo. You- he gave us fist bumps and stuff. 
Yeah, and if you crop the photo just right, it just looks like David and my wife standing there. Yeah, It'd just crop <laughs> you out of photo. it. <laughs> and and John Carpenter, crop all of us. <laughs> um, yeah, I should have put my arms but, around her. Like, yeah, very prom style. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good photo. Um, it ended up looking really good. And then we went outside, and we had seen them earlier. But it was um, David mentioned the original station wagon from Halloween, and. You know, if you're interested in that, I would recommend looking up, um, Sean Clark has a YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's under Malfunction. Sean. And, uh, S E A N is the last part of that. So Malfunction. Um, but he did a whole video reviewing this car and talking to the owner. And, uh, we went outside and I talked to the owner and David talked yeah, to we, the owner. We both talked to the owner. We talked to him for probably we a good half hour. Car quite a while yeah it was about 15 20 minutes yeah we talked to them and they were some of the coolest guys ever these new york guys and they were like uh they were like come on out later bring a chair just sit up we're yeah. just we're just hanging out here and i was like all right cool they were way cool and that car is gorgeous i mean it's like fully restored and that guy fully that owns restored. the car also owns the christine car which yeah, kind of blew my mind way, i was that, like oh man it's amazing that christine that christine car is going to be at a show i think the lexington kentucky show oh cool yeah yeah we're not going which i'm not i'm not gonna be able to go to <laughs> no. that one so they were really cool and uh, we told them we'd see them later anyway because we were going to come out here for a photo op yeah. went back inside putzed around for a little bit ran into um a guy who did special effects for uh life force yeah and and the, like the star wars movies return like of the jedi or yeah i can't remember Empire Empire? Strikes Back. yeah it was one of the ones that had yoda in it <laughs> Yeah. So either Empire or Jedi, one but, of the older ones. But that not both. In it. I couldn't remember. It could have been both. Who knows? I talked to him about life. All three. Yeah. <laughs> he was really nice. He was very chatty. He was really cool. I, I probably could have talked to him for another hour. Yeah. And he had a cool British accent. He did. But uh, really nice guy. And then also John Russo, who was the co-writer of Night of the Living Dead, was there just hanging out in a booth. And we walked by and yeah. he's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, he wasn't even on the guest <laughs> list. That was cool. Yeah. And I'm like, good. How are you? And I looked and I'm like, John Russo. And then I was like looking at all the stuff that he had. And I'm like, this guy, this guy wrote Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, this is like, the guy, right? One of the most, one of the most influential movies, horror movies of, especially a zombie fucking movie. Yep. Of all time. Crazy. And then right and next to selling. him was the other guy, the, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. That guy, the guy, <laughs> the actor who played that guy, but he was selling like signed checks like oh, cash yeah, from, George from George Romero. Yeah. I almost bought one. So you're still kicking yourself for not getting one? Yeah, I'm sure he'll have more. Listen, there are a bunch of people that live in Pittsburgh, so they're going to be at all these other cons. Yeah. yeah. You'll get one. You'll get one eventually. Sure. I say that now. <laughs> anyway. You sold the last one. <laughs> uh, got our second picture with John Carpenter, then in front of the station wagon. Uh, that was kind of cool because we showed up a little bit late, but we had the VIP passes. But we were a little bit late, and we were like, "Oh, well, we're not. It's not that bad. The line's not that long. Yeah, the line will move quick, so it doesn't really matter." And they hadn't separated VIP from everyone else, so it's like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter." Yeah, we didn't care. But then the guy comes and he goes, "If you're VIP, just take a step left." And we took a step left, and then all of a sudden we were in the front of the line. <laughs> yeah, I think we're like the second or third person. Yeah, you know, they let the um like anybody who's disabled like can't walk or you know anything like yeah that they go first before we we're like right after that 
but right after that, yeah, we were like, oh, okay. So we just kind of fell into that one. Oh yeah. And I should also and, say uh, you're a real son of a bitch because, uh, John Carpenter comes rolling up. He was a little bit late. I think he had gone to dinner or something, but they pulled like a car right up to where the shoot, uh, the shoot was. And he gets out and he's got his sunglasses on. It looks cool as hell. He's got his sport coat mm-hmm. and everything. And you're like, well, if John's going to wear his sunglasses in the photo, I'm going to wear my sunglasses. So you put your sunglasses on. And I'd actually brought my McCready sunglasses to the show to show you and your wife. And I was like, Oh, I should get those, but they were they were in the car, and there just wasn't enough time. Yep. So I wish I had worn sunglasses in the photo, but oh well. So David is in between a, a John Carpenter and a Brett sandwich, both with sunglasses, and there's David just like, meh. Oh, I don't have sunglasses. <laughs> but you got to stand next to John Carpenter that time. So. That's true. That was cool. And it was neat seeing him react, because that was the first time he had seen that car since they filmed the movie. So he yeah. took he kind of took a moment before they started taking pictures of just kind of admiring it and he got inside and was looking around he signed the dashboard that was really well, cool. Well, the funny thing the funny thing is is they were like hey get in the car sit sign it and all this kind of stuff and he does that and then he gets out and he said something to the owner and the owner goes no this is the original one this is the one from the movie and he goes it's the it car is? yeah and I saw the look on his face and he just was mm-hmm. like oh my gosh and then he like looked at it again and he was just like wow. But uh, I think that car is in better shape now than it was in 1978. Sure. No, it looked it looked spotless, and then like the the interior was all redone. Like I mean, he had restored it; looked great. You know, I never looked inside of it. When you were looking inside of it, I was talking to the owner. Okay. And I never went over and looked inside of it because I was like, "Oh, I'll look inside of it later," and I never did. It was perfect. Really good. Other than that, walked around. A lot of vendors. Like I said, a lot of vendors. What they said there was like six hundred. Six hundred, I think. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of vendors. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> well, you, you, to be fair, you spent a pretty penny on uh, all John Carpenter autographs. I did, and I also have a big expense uh, that I'll be paying today that I'll talk about in a future episode. Future episode. But more to come on that. That's pretty much it. That night, we went out to eat, went to Promanti Brothers. That place was good, man. Kind of a, kind of a popular well-known place in pittsburgh it's like on their sandwiches they put uh coleslaw and um uh, french fries fries inside the sandwich it was delicious what'd you get the roast beef yeah i got the roast beef and cheddar i got the raging cajun it was delicious and uh that's pretty much it the next morning we went to the monroeville mall where they filmed dawn of the dead that was really cool to see it's weird though because it looks i mean obviously that movie's 45 or almost 45 years old so it's gonna look a little different yeah (laughs) and it did totally but then there was stuff that was the same which was cool you're like oh okay i recognize this it looked different but it looked the same right it's kind of weird but they have this night of the living dead like a george George romero Romero museum yeah is that what it is the george romero museum and it's like this gift shop, but then in the back they have all these like different tableaus. So it's like, oh, the a Night of the Living or the Night of the Living Dead tableau, and it'll tell you facts, and it has screen used props, and then uh, Dawn of the Dead and up screen used props, and it just kind of goes through all these different zombie movies that he was either he was involved in or, or influenced that was inspired by. Yeah. yeah, that museum was a lot bigger than I was expecting. Like once we got back there, I was like, oh shit, there's a lot, there's a lot to this. But it was neat seeing all the props and like they had the thing that I thought was the coolest was they had the actual elevator from yes. Dawn of the Dead that Flyboy gets out of at the uh, towards the end. Like they had re- reconstructed it piece by piece, but it was the original. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah, and the es- and part of and the, the escalator. Escalator. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I highly recommend that. So if anybody finds their way out in Monroeville, like check out the mall, do the museum. It's like eight bucks. Yeah, totally worth it. Totally. It was cool. So we walked around the entire mall, did that thing, took some pictures. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, you'll see some pictures as we're talking about it. And then headed back to my house. You and I, we were, we were really fucking tired, but we were just kind of, you know, just shooting the shit. Oh, I took you for a walk around my town. That's right. We went for a little, town. little lover's walk, a little stroll. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the river. It's a nice town you got, man. It was really cool. Thanks. I built it myself. <laughs> I've, I've really done a lot of improvements to it in the last yeah. three months that I've been here. Yeah, since you've moved in, like, all the property, property values, values have gone up because of you. It's yep. all you. They give you a key to the city. They got a plaque and everything. Yep. <laughs> I'm the new mayor. Yeah. It's, a, it's all a bit much, but hey, you know, you do you. <laughs> Sunday morning. I should talk about this. Monster Mania Con. Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I looked into it, and it was... I found out that it was only 20 minutes away from the Philadelphia International Airport. I knew I had to drop you off at the airport Sunday morning, so I was thinking to myself, well, I could just swing by Monster Mania. Yeah, just keep driving another 20 minutes. And uh, get a few things signed. Now, this was when Skeet Ulrich was on the guest list. And uh, so I had told you, and you were like, oh, that's cool, you know, whatever. I mean, there wasn't really anybody there that you needed. I don't think, you know, because you don't need Skeet Ulrich. You don't need Matthew Lillard. It was like a scream yeah it was all people and i think nev campbell was originally there and she canceled but we've already met her a couple times yeah but there was a the one cool thing that we needed was um deborah s hayes who plays claudette in friday the 13th claudette was the first female she was a camp counselor she gets killed like 1955 flashback yeah. Uh, her and another counselor go off and he's got a big boner. And <laughs> Mrs. Voorhees She cuts off the off. boner. Bobbit style. <laughs> and then she kills Claudette and it's like a freeze frame and that's how the movie starts, right. right? So it's like, wow. I mean, that's the first time she's ever been to a convention. So let's, we got to get her get on her. Our, our original Friday the 13th one sheets that we have, right? I had mentioned that to you and you're like, cool, I'll bring that. And I, I was like, that'll be easy because... As, as cool as that is, she's not going to have a long ass line. She doesn't That's have the same quick. draw that some of the other guests were going to have that Something we'd already like met. Something like a Skeetle Rich yeah, has, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and Lance Guest was going to be, or was there, was going to be there. And so I'd mentioned that to you too. I have a last far, far, I have a last starfighter. <laughs> last <Lashing>. fart starter. <laughs> I was like, you were in the last fart starter, right? Yeah. He's like, I was. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm still am. Um, <laughs> But that was cool because we were supposed to meet him at um, Texas Frightmare and he canceled. So I was like, oh, sweet. Can you take my uh, Halloween 2 one sheet, which I had just gotten signed by John Carpenter. So I was going to be bringing it anyway. Yeah. I mean, you're like, yeah, sure, pal. So so that was on the list. And then I was like, and the rest will be kind of like, oh, maybe I'll go. Oh, Kane Hodder is going to be there. Maybe I'll get him to sign my Friday the 13th Part 7 NECA figure. Mm -hmm. My extra one that I had. All this other kind of stuff. All right. Tell my wife about it. My wife's like, fuck yeah, I want to go. She wants to see Skeet Ulrich, right? Yep. She's a woman. Who doesn't? She knows how hot he is. <laughs> so she was like, yes, I want to go. I want to see him because she didn't get to meet him when I did. Well, Skeet Ulrich cancels. Bummer. About two weeks ago. So and it was funny too like, when, he, when he canceled, you texted me and you're like, well, maybe they'll get like another big 
screen person. And I was like, this late in the game? No, they're yeah. not going to get anybody. You're screwed. Well, they got David Arquette. Yep, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so that increased my load from the two posters that David was going to give me to now seven posters because David had to give me an additional, no. Did you give me five? Yes. I, an I can't remember. An original Scream, one, one sheet, a Scream art print, two Scream 5 oh. posters. So so four. Plus the, the Halloween 2 poster, plus the uh, Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Yeah, so I think six. Yeah, so I had those six now. <laughs> plus your stuff. Also, also, they got Kenny. The cameraman. W. Earl Brown. Yeah. W. Earl Brown plays Kenny, the cameraman, uh, to, for Gal Weathers. And so it's like, oh, I got to get him. And Lee, Wa is it Waddell? Yeah, I think so. Ghostface. Lee Waddell, who the stuntman. was Ghostface under the mask. Yeah, and um, I had already met him, but you needed him. I needed him. So now it went from not caring about whatever to all of a sudden now I got to get three Scream cast members. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we're going to go on Sunday. There's no VIP on Sunday. So I couldn't buy a VIP ticket, but I buy tickets and my kids want to go too. So now me and the whole a big family, family affair. Hop into the car. We take David down to the airport. Kick my him ass down out. There. <laughs> Kick him out at about you just slow, Yeah, you morning. just slowed. He didn't even stop. You just opened the door and we're like, all right, tuck and well, roll, buddy. I had to get to Jersey, man. You gotta go. Time is money. Drop him off at about 8.30. The show starts at 10. We're making good time. Yeah, my flight was at 10.30. So I was like, oh, when you get there, text me and you know, let me know how things are going. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be getting just probably boarding. Yep. Well, we get to the show and there's this long ass line outside. And I'm like, well, the show hasn't even started yet. They're probably not even letting people in. And there, fortunately, there was a worker there and he goes, this is the David Arquette line. Oh, nice. I was like, all right. He goes... You, if you bought tickets, go inside, get your wristband, come back out, get in the line. All right, cool. Well, I couldn't leave someone there because I need to get them to have their wristbands. Right. So we all go in there, get our wristbands, come out. Only a couple other people had kind of staggered in. That's good. Get in line. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, it's getting close to 10. As soon as it hits 10, I told my wife and daughter, I said, go look around. And my son. I said, go look around, do whatever. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to be line. here a while. I'm, yeah. And I was like, someone said, one of the workers was like, he is not slow, but he takes his time. Yeah, slow in the best way. Talkative, friendly, <laughs> yes. engaging. Yes. But I also read that he stays until everybody's done. That's cool. So, well, you knew, so you knew you were in either way. You're like, all right, I'm going to get it. <laughs> either way, it's going to happen. The show ends at 5 o'clock p.m. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, I've waited longer for lesser people. Yeah. So at the worst case scenario, it's going to be 5 o'clock probably-ish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't the last person in line. Right. I was probably two-thirds deep. Okay. Maybe. Or maybe half. I don't know. Somewhere around there. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Then I get a text message from David, who's also waiting. <laughs> oh, God. So my flight boarded on time. Like everything was good. Like I think I texted you. I was like, oh, I'm on, I'm on the plane. Like I hope you have fun. I'm getting ready to take off. I'm going to be going into airplane mode in a minute, probably. And I was thinking, by the time David lands in Phoenix, I will have possibly gotten to David Arquette. Yeah. <laughs> And so then I get on the plane and I'm sitting there and we're sitting there 
We're sitting there forever. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Apparently, the plane had some sort of fueling issue. I don't. Mm -hmm. I still don't quite get it. But they kept coming on the intercom like, oh, uh, we're just still working on it. We should be good to go here shortly. Just thank you for your patience. And this happens three or four <laughs> times. And, I, and then I started texting. I was like, well, I've been sitting on this plane for an hour. Uh, yeah. Still nothing. And then eventually they were like, everybody get off the plane. It reminded me a lot of what happened to you when you came out here for Mad Monster. So yeah. they couldn't fix whatever was wrong with it. So they had everybody get off. And then they had us wait by the gate. And they're like, okay. We're going to continue working on it. So we're either, we'll have an announcement for you guys in like 15, 20 minutes about whether or not we're going to be able to continue with this plane, or we might have to move you to a different plane. Meanwhile, all yeah. these other people, I felt so bad around me were freaking out because they had connecting flights that they were going to miss. So they're scrambling, trying to get all their flights changed and everything. Anyway, <sighs> that brief delay turned into a three and a half hour delay. And I had, we had to change gates and get a new plane. And then when oh, we got geez. on that plane, they had to move all the baggage from the old plane to the new one. So then I sat on that plane before we took off for another 45 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a long day. Sounds like it. <laughs> While you were waiting, I was waiting. And um, my wife and daughter went to go meet Danielle Harris. I had gotten an autograph from my daughter years ago of Danielle Harris from Halloween 4. And uh, she wanted to meet her now this time. And so she... And my wife went and met her. So that was kind of cool. But then um, I was like, look, I need some stuff. Yeah, I got to get all these other people still. <laughs> so I asked my wife, I say, hey, can you, because she, she was right by Kane Hodder with that Daniel Harris thing. And I said, hey, can you go just take this and go get Kane to sign this for me? And so she did that. She goes, my husband, she was like, can you make it up to my husband? He's here. And she's like, and he goes, well, where is he? <laughs> she goes, well, he's waiting in line for David Arquette. And he's like, how long is it? And she told him and he was like, oh God. <laughs> he's like, all right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't know but, you got that sign. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, I'll throw a picture up of it, but uh, I'd met him so many times before. Yeah. So it's like, not that he remembers me, but I remember him and it's like, whatever. Um, so then I was like, my wife comes back and I said, well, I need to go get these Friday the 13th posters signed. I need to go get this Halloween 2 and this Last Starfighter. So she's like, just go. I'll wait here. So that was nice I went her. with, yeah, it was. I went with my son and uh, we got all those signed. Lance Guest, we, there was nobody at his table. I think he just came back from a photo op. Oh, so dude, he was that's, like kind of just. It's always nice when that works out when you catch him right when they yeah. come back and there's no line. Yeah. Oh, well, I wanted to bring that up too. Oh, yes, so, yes. At Steel City Con, at Steel, two two things about Steel City Con before I continue. We at the end of like that first day, um, we started walking around and we're like, let's go check out John Carpenter's like room or whatever. Or we were gonna go check. We we're gonna out go the see Dexter the Dexter. People. Yeah, because they were coming back from a panel and they were at the same. They were at the hotel where Carpenter was, not in the main convention hall. So we're like, let's go check that out. Let's go be looky loos yeah, and so look we, at the Dexter people. We went in there and nobody was there. Yeah. And Only as Sean Patrick Flannery. And then as we were walking there, uh, something happened. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joey Fatone was right in front of us. And my wife goes, oh, look, that's Joey Fatone. And I was like, oh, really? And then he dropped something. And I picked it up. And his friend goes, hey, Joey, you dropped that. And he came back and he got it for me. He's like, thanks. And it was like a, it was like a styrofoam. Yeah. Like inside of a poster, poster tube or something, probably to keep it from crunching. And he started beating yeah. his friend with it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I think they were having, I think they were having a few drinks. Yeah. Yeah. They looked like they were having a good time, but then I didn't even catch that it was Joey Fatone. And then later on you were like, that was Joey Fatone. And I was like, the poster guy. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, I wasn't even paying attention. Cause that was right after our photo op. So I think I was busy like cropping our photos for Twitter or yeah. something. You're like, how do I make me look so pretty? <laughs> yeah. What filter should I use? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we go back over there. The only Dexter person there is Sean Patrick Flannery, who was only in like one season of Dexter, but that, that neither here nor there still seems like a cool guy. Um, and he was just about ready to finish for the day. So we were like, oh, okay. And then we looked into John Carpenter's room, not a single soul in there except for John Carpenter. Yeah. He had just gotten back and we were like, fuck, do we get, do we get our eight by 10 signed by him? And at this point they were in, those were in your car. So it's like, we'd have to run back to the car and then come back yep. and get him to sign it. But his autograph also wasn't cheap. So I was like, hmm. No, we it do? wasn't. <laughs> so we were like, nah, we're, we're good. We got, the, we got the picture and we got the memory. That's all we yeah. need. But the other thing I wanted to mention too, uh, Time Bomb Toys. They're based out of Pittsburgh and they had a booth there, but I follow them on Instagram or the Swearwolves follows them on Instagram. And they're always posting really cool. They have a really cool toy store, NECA, NECA stuff, and a lot of modern horror stuff. And I, uh, they had this, these cases and I messaged the guy. I'm like, where did you get these cases, uh, to display his action figures? And he's like, uh, this is where they are. I can, I can order some for you. Sweet. And I said, wonderful. I'm in Pennsylvania and I'm going to be at the convention. Are you going to have a booth there? He says, yes, I am. I'll order them. You don't have to pay for shipping. You just come pick them up at the convention. Perfect. I'll bring them there. And so we've been in communication. So I wanted to give a shout out to Time Bomb Toys. Look them up online and uh, I'll throw in some pictures of yeah, those cases. Yeah, those cases look good. They look really cool. I, I, I think I'm going to, I think I might add some LED lights to them. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, light it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Monster Mania, Lance Guest coming back from a photo op. And I'm like, oh. There he is. Brody and I just go charging up there, and this guy cuts us off. All right, whatever. Wait, who is this for? This is du- Lance Guest. Oh, Lance Guest, okay. So this dude cuts us off. I'm like, no big deal. I got to get these posters ready anyway, right? Because I'm like, okay. Right. And I'm getting all nervous because I'm like, I got David's posters. I got I to gotta <laughs> know where he wants them to get signed at. And Yeah, I had to give him Brett detailed instructions <laughs> of like where I wanted each poster signed and like what, what colors and everything. Yeah, I was a real diva. It was. We spent we spent a greater part of uh, Saturday night planning, looking up posters online, and planning where autographs should yeah. go. Placement in color. <laughs> living in fictional worlds where Jamie Lee Curtis signs them. Also, mm-hmm. and gotta leave room for Jamie Lee. <laughs> so this kid who goes up there and starts, well, guy, I don't know, he wasn't a kid, goes up there, probably hasn't bathed in about thirteen weeks. Oh, one of those and days. Has and has this Michael Myers, I guess, costume on. He has a Michael Myers mask on from like the new Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, but he's wearing like a Freddy sweater. And it was not hot by any stretch of the imagination. Cause it was I'm, warm. You know, yeah. It was warm. And in a costume like that, you're going to be warm. And so he starts talking to Lance Guest. And Lance Guest is like, I can't hear you, dude. And he takes the mask up off. his mask. And, and his hat, his hair is so sweat matted to his face. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> it was just dripping. And then he proceeds to be like, you were in that movie. 
He's like, yeah. He goes, your character was like Jimmy, right? He's like, yep. uh-huh. And, and, you know, plus his heart, Lance Guest is just being nice to this right. guy, right? Because he doesn't want to be an asshole. And they have this whole conversation. Are you just sitting there like, uh, <laughs> yep. But I'm being cool too. I'm just kind of smiling and I'm like, I've, I've had to deal You're with like, these people. Before. It smells great in here. <laughs> he finishes up and I go up to Lance Guest and he's like, thank you for being patient. And I was like, no, thank you. I was like, it's, it, it goes with the territory. You're like, I and get so, it, pal. Now, Mr. Guest, you were in the last Starfighter, right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, like Jesus Christ. In uh, Halloween too. Yeah, your name was Jimmy. I think you yeah. told the other gentleman. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. Well, I haven't bathed in several days. I hope that's all right. <laughs> trying to save water. We all got to do our part. Right? California's in a drought right now. A lot of wildfires. <laughs> Uh, he signs your Halloween two poster and we're talking. And then I bring out my last starfighter and I'm like, I love this movie. And you know, what, do you have any memories about it? And he's like, Oh, he's like, I just remember I was working a lot because I'm in almost every scene of the movie. You know, it's like my movie. Right. And I said, you know, I think this movie is very underrated. I said with a little bit more budget, you know, to go towards the special effects, I think it would have been a much more popular movie. You know, but it's a really good movie. And he's like, yeah, whatever. But I was kind of, I I think I came across like, yeah, this this movie, boy, it tanked at the box office. It's a real bomb. (laughs) Should have been better. Should have done better, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Who's to blame for that? I came across that. Afterwards, I I turned to my son and I go, did I sound like an asshole? He goes, no, it was fine. And I was like, okay. Well, so then he's like, oh, yeah, let's take a picture. And the, the lady who was helping him was taking pictures. And uh, she grabbed my phone. And I was going to sit down. And Dick Warlock was right next to him. And he goes, oh, I thought you'd never ask. And he sits down there. So she, <laughs> so I have a picture of Dick Warlock and Lance Guest. Oh, that's cool. That she took also. And I'm standing right there, but I'm not in the photo. So I'm yeah. like, well. Little did you know Dick Warlock farted on that chair just for you. <laughs> Dick Warlock, little guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not, a little he's guy. He's a very big dude. He's super like, nice, you though. Michael Myers? Yeah, he is. So I sit down with Lance Guest, and then I'm like, and then he's like, what's your name? And I was like, oh, my name's Brett. And he's like, oh, nice to meet you. And we shake hands. And then and then I go, oh, and this is my son, Brody. And he goes, Brody, I sign that name quite a bit. Really? And I'm like, you oh. do? Yeah, for uh, goes, Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. That's right. He goes, Brody. And he pointed to the Jaws of Revenge. And I go, oh, yes, Brody. I go, indirectly, that's who he's named after. <laughs> I go, indirectly, he's named after the character from Mallrats, who is named after the character from Jaws. So, Oh, my God. And so then I started rambling. And I was like, um, and then in Jaws, the Revenge, <laughs> Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> was Michael Caine nice? What was it like yes. working Did with a legend? <laughs> Did he ever blink when he talked to you? <laughs> anyhow he was cool went over to deborah s hayes kind of speed this up a little bit went over to deborah s hayes she was really cool i asked her how her convention was going because this was the first convention she's ever done oh first First, like period that's crazy period did she like it and i said well she said she did like it and um she's like she almost started crying because she said she goes it's restored my faith in humanity because of how nice everybody has been. And I said, well, mm-hmm. we all really are usually at these conventions. Everybody's usually really nice. Yeah. If there's one thing about these conventions, yes, I'll make fun of stinky guy with the Michael Myers mask. 
That's true. But everybody's really good natured though. Everybody's nice. Nobody's nobody's purposely an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, the only time we've ever really encountered that is if people have had too much to drink. Sometimes people are a little rowdy. That's about it. Yeah, and even that, they're just they're just having fun. Exactly. Yeah, rowdy. I don't think we've ever encountered like a true asshole. Mm-mm. Not anybody who's like, hey, man, I was in line before you. And I'll even tell you a story about that with the David Arquette thing. But nobody's ever like really. Right. Bad. Anyway, so she was really cool. Got my picture with her. Uh, she signed our stuff. And uh, she said she might be, she lives out in LA. So I said, are you going to do more conventions now? And she said, I think so. That's she goes, awesome. I was told, she goes, they just tell me where to go. And I go, I go, uh, I go, I think that's, she goes, I think there's one in September. And I go, well, that's probably son of monster Palooza. She goes, I don't know the name of it. And I go, well, that might be the one that you're going probably. to. So that might be the one she's going to. We'll see. Nice. Well, I'm going to that one. So maybe I'll see her there. <laughs> maybe you'll, maybe I'll meet her. Maybe I will very friendly went back to um line and continued to wait in line now i'd made friends with the guy behind me and he had photo ops throughout the day uh so you were holding his spot you guys were taking turns and i said i said dude just go to your photo ops do your thing i'll find the spot he comes back you're like like, who's this guy i don't know who this is never seen him i was gonna fuck with him (laughs) i was gonna fuck with him but i decided not to oh um, but we exchanged numbers and I was like, if we get closer, I will text you so you can come oh, that's back. That's cool. Nice. One of his photo ops though was with David Arquette. So I go, as long as you're in that photo op. Yeah. Arquette can't be moving, two so. places at once. We don't have the technology yet. <laughs> if he is, something's really something's off up. Here. Something's amiss. There's a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> he was very thankful for that. We finally get up there because he was on the second floor. There was like a, a more conference rooms on the mm-hmm. second floor. So he had the second floor and he had this big ass conference room and then they had a holding area for people in there. So the line was outside. They would let like groups, chunks of 40 in at a time, put them in this holding area. Put you in a fucking airlock. Go- Dude, it was fucking crazy. The whole production. That's cool. Matthew Lillard's line was long as fuck too I'll because bet. it always is. Yeah. And he's very friendly. And talk and talkative. Jamie Kennedy, also very friendly, also very talkative. His line was long, but not as long Dude, as Matthew Lillard's. I gotta say, all the screen people we've met are all incredibly nice people. I haven't told you my David Arquette. He could be oh, a total asshole. He might be. Oh, I'm excited. I watched Scream on the on the airplane. The original. Spoiler alert. Spoiler was, alert. Was he wasn't an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> super nice so we finally get up there yeah and i have of course a billion things for him to sign you had your whole family with you mine. right you all were there for for arquette yes that's yes. cool i'll put i'll put the picture up but um we uh all are are there and i start talking to him and i'm like i got a bunch of things for you to sign um so and then I'm like pointing out like because David had all these instructions for me like oh put them put have them right in here and have them write this in cursive and print this and I'm like oh fuck <laughs> wasn't that specific <laughs> but I did have like general like regions and colors of markers and I was like and if you can get quotes from him I'd like a quote on this poster but not yeah. on this one stuff like that yeah and he goes uh, on the Scream Five ones uh, which are really cool one sheets and I really should have bought one. I'm kind of kicking myself because the one screen one sheet that you have, um, the one with all the actors on it, awesome. With the actors on it, yeah. it's pretty fucking. It's awesome. a cool poster. <laughs> so I'm gonna get that one. Nice. I think. So, he's like, "How about yellow?" He's like, "No one's done yellow yet." He goes, 
you'd be the first to do yellow. And I was like, wow. All right. Mm, rare. I go, I go, go ahead and do it. Fuck it. So do it, Mr. Arquette. It's not my poster. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good choice because it looks really good and it pops. It does. It does. Um, I told him that my wife and I, or my wife and I told him that we really like the movie. Um, you can't kill David Arquette which is kind of a documentary mockumentary ish mm-hmm. uh, film of him getting back into professional wrestling. You got to watch it. It's awesome. And he was like, Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. He's very soft spoken. He's like, Oh, thank you. I can see that. Actually. The first thing I said to him was, I said, first, thank you for doing this. And he was like, Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, nice. So we take the picture and then uh, my son is going to get in the picture. My son's like six, three. Your son's fucking huge. <laughs> plus he was wearing, <laughs> plus he was wearing his uh, his Nikes and his Nikes at an inch, so he's like six four, six four and a half in his Nikes. It's, that's insane. David Arquette's like your son's not even growing. He's going to be like six eight. <laughs> David Arquette's like five eleven ish. Yeah, I'm six foot, so I'm standing next to him. My daughter's in between us, and then my my wife was standing next to Arquette, and Brody was going to stand in front, and I go, Brody. You gotta, you gotta get back here. You're tall. And David Arquette goes, oh yeah, you're, you're a big, big boy. He's like, (laughs) get back back. (laughs) And so then as they're taking the picture, I'm like, this is going to be our Christmas card this year. (laughs) Your son's so tall. They had to move the light because it was just casting a shadow over David Arquette. You're like, oh, no. (laughs) Well, and then as we're walking away, Christina goes, or I said goodbye and I shook hands with him and he's like, oh, you know, he's like very like, oh Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You it's kind of folksy. Like, that's my impersonation of David. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, man. And I was like, it was a pleasure to meet you. And he goes, yeah, pleasure to meet you, too. Oh, I'm jealous. Like, yeah. And uh, as we're walking away, uh, Christina goes, you know, he just kept looking at Brody. He's, she goes, I think he was taken with how tall Brody was because he just kept like looking at him i don't know maybe he just didn't know what the dynamic was maybe he didn't realize that it was our i mean he must have realized it was our son right right <laughs> like why else would i have this kid with us Teenage kid, this gigantic child <laughs> <laughs> so anyway really cool um that was 3 30 oh that's when, when you finally, when you finally got to meet arquette which is right when i was boarding my flight <laughs> 3 30 what was it uh no 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 i boarded no one uh two o'clock eastern time yeah my flight was at 10 30 <laughs> that sucks yeah. so it was 3 30 and i'm like i haven't gotten to see any of the vendors and my kids were like oh can we just go and i'm like well part of the fun for me is looking at the vendors yeah looking at looking so upon their like, wares she put them in a it was at a hotel so she put them in like the lobby somewhere and she's like just sit here I'm going to take your dad around to these vendors. Cause she had seen them already. She's like, let's go. And she, like, she shows me around. Did you buy any cool shit? I bought the black and white mummy figure. Oh, cool. Which is not much different than the regular mummy figure because it's only black and white, but it's still cool though. <laughs> it's got a different packaging. I don't, I don't have it around here. Otherwise I'd show you, but it is, it is pretty fucking cool. Nice. I was like, that's the brand new one. And the guy's like, yep. Hell yeah, it is like, brother. I want that. Um, the Buffalo Bill House from Silence of the Lambs. Oh yes, yes. You texted me about that last night. That guy was there. The guy who owns it. And uh, you said the house is in talk- Pittsburgh. 
it's in Pittsburgh, right outside of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife and I talked to him and we have decided that we are going to rent the house. You can rent it for a night or as many nights as you want to, I guess. Yeah, it's basically um, like an Airbnb, right? Yeah. You get the whole house. That's fucking awesome. Nobody checks in on you. Nobody does anything. And it sleeps up to eight. So we are extending the invite to you and your wife to come out whenever we plan it. I mean, let me know. Cause, and I, and I asked the guy, I was like, or my, my wife said, how far are you guys booked out? And he's like, we still have availability. Like, like in six weeks, like you can get in. Now we're probably not going to do that because that would be a quick, pretty much turnaround for for you if you guys are interested. But if you guys are interested, we will definitely do it because you guys could just fly into Pittsburgh. That would be perfect. Yeah, dude. And and I didn't, I didn't tell you this yesterday, but I, I I told my wife uh, about it and she was actually, before I told her about it, she was like, uh, because I was telling her about Pittsburgh and stuff. She, and she was like, you know, I would really like to visit. Like, so if you ever go out there again, maybe next time I'll come along. I'd like to to see Pennsylvania and, and Pittsburgh. And I was like, well, Brett <laughs> just told me. And it, and uh, I told her about the Buffalo Bill House. She's like, it's the actual house from the movie. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, well, no one was actually like kidnapped and like tortured there. No one was murdered. This is where they filmed it. Just where it. they filmed it. And she's like, yeah, I guess that's not weird. She's like, actually, that no. sounds kind of cool. So she is, she yeah. is interested. So perhaps we'll right, do cool. that. So let's do that, or let's try to plan something. Yeah. But there's also a new surprise happening Ooh. with that house that he told us about. Because I said, "Oh, is the basement? Does it have a well in the basement?" And he looked at me and he goes, "As a matter of fact, it does." And I nice. go, "What?" He goes, "Well, the original well." He goes, "They film stuff in the basement." But the well scenes were all done on a set. Makes sense, yeah. But we have dug a replica well in the actual house, and Tom Savini created it. That's awesome. Like, did it all. Like, him and his effects company that's outside uh, of Pittsburgh. That's way cool. And I'm like, I go, are you fucking kidding me? I like looking at this guy. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, no. And I'm like, we are definitely booking. And he's like, awesome. And so we got all of his information. And so we're going to do that. So that's awesome. That was it. Then we got Mr. Softy. Oh, another thing. So there was a Mr. Mr. Softy truck. (laughs) That's what I call my penis. (laughs) It's ice cream. Okay. That makes more sense. But there was an ice cream truck. Yeah. Mr. Softy ice cream truck right outside. It's a, I I guess it's an East coast thing. It's the first time I've ever seen a Mr. Softy. I never heard of it. Besides. Uh, this guy but (laughs) anyway uh we went out and got uh mr softy and Mm -hmm. as we were going out to do that a car drives by and i look and i'm like that's fucking gary Busey." (laughs) and he had he had his window down and they were driving slow and like we had to like walk in front of him and so i gave him the wave and i look back and i'm like that's fucking gary Busey in the passenger seat that's the ginger dead man himself yeah, and, and my son goes, where would I know Gary Busey from? And I'm like, thinking of all the movies that he's done, and I go, Ginger Dead Man. And he goes, really? <laughs> so I yell to the car. I go, Mr. Busey. And he leans out, and he gives us a little wave. And the wave looked like this. <laughs> just like his fingers just Is it claws? <laughs> yes, they look like claws hanging out. But he looked right at me. He's all, aww. And he smiled. He gave you yeah. all the, yeah. <laughs> like a dog begging for a treat it was awesome it was awesome oh w earl brown also 
Oh, so yeah, he said he was uh, nice. One Sheets, who was a very nice guy. I didn't get pictures with him. He was charging no. more than I thought he should charge. But <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, yeah. And then Lee Waddell also met. So all in all, Monster Mania, very good con. Not as organized as Steel City Con, but equally but a, but as a organized good con nonetheless. As, equally as organized as Texas Frightmare. I'll say that. There you go. <laughs> Well, good, man. I'm glad you so had fun. Wrap up. Sounds cool. I wish I could have yeah, gone. And then you got with that flight delay. Home. I probably could have gone for a little bit, taking a taxi well, back to the I, airport. That's what I said. I was like, you know what? David should have just taken a later flight, and uh, that yeah. would have been the move. The move would have been to reschedule the flight to like seven or eight o'clock at night. Take a late flight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because well. you still would have got home into Phoenix, like with the three-hour uh, times difference. You still would have got home to Phoenix like about ten o'clock. Right. Yeah, I should Phoenix be done time. that. Oh, well. But you live and learn. Yeah, maybe next time. So, I was all over this goddamn state <laughs> and into another state this fucking weekend. You're a maniac. I am. And now we just recorded this, and this lasted a fucking... This is going to be a long-ass episode. This was an hour recap. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway. Any, I'm going to cut it down to add? 10 minutes. Make it all choppy <laughs> when I edit. <laughs> John Carpenter, David Arquette, Mr. Softy, Gary Busey. <laughs> Very nice. The sweaty guy. Yeah, the sweaty, stinky guy. Let's guess. I cut everything out except the story about the stinky guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the recap, unless you have anything more. Nope. Just thank you to you and your family for the hospitality. I had a blast. So thank you very much. By all means. Hopefully next time you can come out and stay longer. And I'm going to see you in person in like a month. Yeah. We're going to see each other. By the time this comes out, it'll be like a few weeks. Yeah. In Cincinnati. Yeah. In Horror Hound. three weeks from now. Crazy. At Horror Hound. And that one's going to be fun too because we're going to have the thing people and that's the only poster we're really going to be getting. Yeah. As of right now, I'm only lugging one poster with me. Two. Two, right? Because you need to bring a small one. Two and then a couple Petri dishes. However, I do have to bring you your other fucking shit back. Yay. Yeah, we'll have to lug those home. So, Thank you. But no big deal. All right. Back to Brett and David. Take it away, boys. That sounded like a lot of fun. Sounds like fun was had by all. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Great hijinks. In Pittsburgh. Uh, everyone that we met along the way. This is good old-fashioned fun is what that is. Good old-fashioned fun. Enough enough of that bullshit, David. <laughs> no, no we, more bullshit. We don't, we don't come here just to fucking recap conventions for people. Yeah, we got other shit like, to talk about. Sometimes people are like, listen, I want to I hear your thoughts on a fucking horror movie that came out in 1988. And then we oblige those people. Apparently, every horror movie's come out in 1988. No We've shit. So many- <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about that when I was watching. It's like, did 1988 was a, a good year for horror movies good-ish yeah like, i mean very in um, quality but volume wise <laughs> volume 1988 wise. was packed 1980 1982 was a good year too yes. i was listening to uh, quentin tarantino and roger avery have a new podcast called the video archives if you're interested in hearing two people talk about movies which if you listen to this you probably are but if you're interested in hearing two talented people talk about <laughs> yeah, movies, famous people go check out <laughs> go check out the video archives podcast um but they pick two movies every every week that they... how original <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we don't do that anymore no. quentin um that they actually 
have from the old video archives video store that they worked at. Tarantino bought the whole video store. It's fucking awesome. So he has all the old VHS all the tapes. tapes. If I'm not mistaken, I think he has it set up still. That's awesome. In his house. So it looks like, like a video, video store. store. I don't know, but I'd like to imagine that's, that's what it's I like. Picture, I'd like to yeah. imagine you go into Tarantino's basement or something and it's got it's it looks like a video store. And there's tapes everywhere. Which would be fucking awesome. But yeah, anyway, uh, one of the movies they picked for uh, this last episode was Firefox, mm. which is a Clint Eastwood movie, also a video game. It's yeah. a laser disc uh, game, but a Clint Eastwood movie from 1982, summer of 82. And they go through like all the movies that came out in 82 as far as like sci-fi movies goes. Because Firefox, I guess, is a sci-fi-ish type movie. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've heard of it, but haven't seen um, it. It's Firefox, The Thing, opened up, I think, the same weekend. E.T. Blade Runner. Um, Blade Runner. Yeah, there was another one, another big one as well, and it was like fuck, 1982. If you like sci-fi movies, you were like, you got a boner the entire summer. <laughs> 82 was stacked. 82 was stacked. So what 1982 was for sci-fi movies, 1988 is for horror movies, apparently. Yeah, because I was watching this and I was like, this this movie came out. This movie came out the same year as a movie we talked about recently, Jason. Um, Oh, part uh, seven. Jason. Yeah, the new blood. Jason part seven. Jason Jason, I sound like my mom. <laughs> Are you going to play the Nintendo? Um, <laughs> cool Let me show you all my seven. Nintendos. <laughs> uh, I remember as a seven. kid, like a lot of people's parents just called everything Atari or everything. Yeah, or everything Nintendo. Like this is everything a Sega Genesis. No, they're like, I don't care. It's a Nintendo. Yeah. It's like a fucking Q-tip. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, exactly. A, do you play video games on it? Yes. It, then it's a Nintendo. Then it's a Nintendo. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> but yes, we are going to be talking about a movie that we haven't reviewed yet, obviously, but we've been wanting to talk about for a long time, and that movie is Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Now, let's give this a little bit of a setup. Halloween 1 and 2, obviously we know. Halloween 2 came out in 1982, I believe. 81. Ah, fuck. Part 3 came out in 82. Okay, part three, sci-fi movie also. True, sci-fi horror. Uh, yep. Halloween 1 and 2, direct sequels of each other. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Halloween same, 2 is same direct night. sequel of one. Same night, same writer. John mm -hmm. Carpenter wrote both of those. Um, different director, but that's beside the point. Uh, Halloween was originally going to be, everybody knows this fucking story, an anthology type. Each Halloween movie would be a different story, not just always Michael Myers or The Shape or whatever the fuck they wanted to call him. <laughs> Halloween 3 came out and everybody was like, yeah, Halloween 3. And everybody went to see it in 1982. And they were Where's like, Michael Myers? Where's Michael Myers? We what want more fuck? Michael Myers. Mustafa Akkad, who owned the rights yeah. to this uh, franchise, was like, you know what? We got to bring back we got to bring back michael myers yeah they're like uh he burned alive and he had his eyes like gouged out like what if he grew him back <laughs> and he didn't catch on fire then what well kind he's, of i he's mean still they, on they, fire i guess yeah they, they and he has bandages over his eyes yeah, at the beginning true. of the movie but you know laurie didn't he he can still see yeah, maybe he got a cornea transplant or something yeah yeah so they were like, you know what? We're going to bring back Michael Myers. That's what people wanted. And uh, 
It's we're gonna put it in the fucking title and on the movie poster. And by the way, the movie poster for Halloween Four is the awesome. Four poster is fucking awesome. They are yep. expensive. Are they? Yeah, they're hard to find <laughs> and they're pricey. I haven't even looked into it. But my tattoo that I have of Michael Myers is kind of reminiscent of that. It's the knife with the with the mask. Yeah. Um, in it because isn't that what it is? No, the part four poster is just his face. Oh, it's his face. But th- I think that's what but I the used. The face for looks like that. Yeah. The face looked like that. Now, the face that's in the poster is not the same as the face in the movie. It's not the same as the mask that they use in the movie. Yeah, the poster's we'll way cooler. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go through some of the stats here. Uh, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers was released on October 21st, 1988. David, what was the number one movie in the theater? I'm going to go 21st. with Halloween 4, The Return of Michael you Myers. Are, you are correct. I thought so. What was the number one song? I'm going with an artist who was supposed to be at Steel City, but canceled. Okay. But we weren't going to mm-hmm. meet this person anyway. Mm-hmm. And that is Paula Abdul. I'm going to go yeah. straight up. Straight up now tell me, do, do you, you really, really want to love me forever? forever? Oh, oh, oh. You are wrong. <laughs> Fuck. Is it Kokomo? <laughs> no, it's actually Red Red Wine by you. Maybe feel so fine. <laughs> yep, we've had that one before. Yeah, I think we have. Yeah, that's how come I was I was doing all the stats and I was like, "Fuck, man, we've had this before." Mm-hmm. Halloween Four was written by Alan B. McElroy, who also wrote Wrong Turn, uh, with story by Danny Lipsius, Larry Ratner, and Benjamin Ruffner, as well as Alan McElroy. It took a lot of cooks to yeah, a lot make of this, people in the kitchen on this one. Make, make a lot of hands broth, in the pot, so to speak. Uh, it was directed by Dwight H. Little, uh, who directed such things as Halloween Four. No, he directed <laughs> uh, Marked for Death. Is that the Van Damme movie? That sounds familiar. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Okay. Uh, he directed Rapid Fire. Which I is, believe is, is Brandon Lee. No, that's Brandon Lee. Uh, I think it was a film he made uh, yeah. uh, uh, before The Crow. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. It was before The Crow. He died while filming that uh, movie. I feel bad laughing, but yes. Uh, anyway, Dwight H. Little directed this movie. Uh, Alan Howarth gets yeah, the Yeah, he took over the reins. From, yep, took over the reins from his friend, John Carpenter. Also, John Carpenter is credited for the theme yeah right because that right. theme is thematic throughout this movie as well, well and alan howarth i mean they work together a lot but i think they worked together on halloween two and three yeah so yeah. for four it was pretty much just alan howarth yeah uh movie stars donald pleasance he's back as dr samuel loomis ellie cornell cornell as rachel carruthers danielle harris introducing danielle harris yeah, big debut Big debut as Jamie Lloyd. We got Tom Morga and George P. Wilbur credited both as uh, Michael Myers. Now, I have a question for you. This is kind of off topic. Well, it's kind of on topic, but off the movie topic. You have a Michael Myers mask. I do. That you have autographed by many people who have played uh, the shape. Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, Tom Morga is one of those people you had signed your mask. Do you have George P. Wilbur? I don't. I know he's one of the ones I need because he's also Michael Myers in part six. Oh, is he? Yeah. Not through the whole thing, though. No, is he? there's or, a few Michael Myers, but he's the primary one. 
This is a fucking problem that we're having these days with these fucking masks and people. Yeah, who they get additional stuntmen. So it's like, does this person really count? They wore the yeah. mask in this one scene. Yep, exactly. And I know you and I ran into this problem with our Jason hockey masks that we have signed by the various different people who have played Jason. Ken Kurzinger recently signed our masks. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who played Jason in... Friday the 13th part three, but only in the barn scene yeah, where, one he's scene where he's Yeah, but he is wearing the mask. He is wearing the mask and he is on screen. Now, Richard Brooker played him the rest yeah, of the time, but Richard Jason Brooker has passed three. away. Right. He is Jason in part three, but he has passed away. Yeah, we can't get his signature on the mask. So it's like, if we want part three representation on our masks, we're going to have to get Shelley? this other guy. <laughs> it's either, yeah, sure, he wore, either, wore the mask. It's either fucking Shelly or it's uh, this guy. Yeah, so we went with so, him. Uh, yeah. I did go with him too. Yeah, yeah, and me. you and and you went with him. So yep. we uh, we have uh, shout out to CSR Collectibles. Yeah, they do a lot of uh, horror uh, signings and consignments. So yeah, so you can send them your stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, Doug at CSR Collectibles, one of the nicest, best customer service that I've had to deal with. Yeah, they're super fast, friendly. Like they send updates. Like when they're signing your stuff, they'll message you pictures and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. And I chatted with him uh, quite a bit because this mask is like one of my prized possessions. Yeah. I mean, if you look and see how much of a Hall- uh, Halloween, how much of a hockey mask costs autographed by these people who've played Jason, it can get upwards a lot of money. Yeah. I'm talking over $1,000. And I sent it off, for, you know, down to Florida for somebody to sign, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And the only reason why we did that with Ken Kersinger is because he doesn't go to a lot of shows that we tend to go to. Yeah, you got a better shot at him now that you've moved east, but like he's never out in my neck of the woods. But now like we have every living, well, for the most part, I mean, there's still like those kind of like the Halloween example of like stuntmen type stuff. There's a couple of those guys that aren't on the mask, but we now have representation from every Friday the 13th every movie, movie, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so unfortunately, Steve Dash and, and uh, Richard Brooker are no longer with us. But back to the Michael Myers thing, I know we were talking about this because it's like, do you get Tony Moran? Yeah. Because he's the unmasked Michael Myers in the first movie. Do you get George P. Wilbur? Well, yeah, he played Michael Myers. Tom Morgan only plays him at the beginning of this movie, and he mm-hmm. doesn't even wear the mask. No, he's just a bandaged guy. <laughs> so... It's kind of like this fine line. It's like, well, and you can talk yourself in and out of it. Because I had an opportunity to get one of the part six guys, and I didn't because I wanted to get George P. Wilbur. I was like, nah, I'm yeah. going to hold off until I'm, I'm able to get him. Yeah, and I'm sure you will be able to. Yeah, eventually. But as of now, I think I've got representation from parts one, two. There's no Michael Myers in part three. Uh, five, H2O, and Resurrection. And four. Yeah, not you got Tom oh, yeah, Morgan. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so you still need James Duke Courtney. You Tyler need, Maine, uh, which is funny because I've seen Tyler him Maine. many, many times, but not when I had the mask. Same with James Duke <laughs> Courtney. We've seen him a couple times, but yeah, yep. no mask. So I got to get yeah, yeah, get those guys. You'll get them soon. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. All right, moving on. Michael Pataki, Dr. Hoffman, both stars Sheriff Ben Meeker, Kathleen Kinmont as Kelly Meeker, the sheriff's daughter. Sasha Jensen as Brady. Sasha Jensen, he was in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. But he he was also in Dazed and Confused. Hmm. All right. Movie runtime is eighty eight minutes. Short watch. 
budget of five million dollars with a box office of seventeen point eight. Oh, I was going to guess twenty, and I would have yeah, been close. I was going to guess more than seventeen point eight. When I saw that number, I was like, "Hmm, that must have all happened that first weekend." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it must have dropped off quite a bit. Yeah, apparently, people weren't that excited to see Michael Myers again. <laughs> yeah, they were really only a handful of people mm-hmm. who were really excited to see Michael Myers again. Uh, let's talk about the plot. It's been 10 years since the events of Halloween one and two. It's now almost exactly to the date, October 30th, 1988, which is really weird. Cause this movie came out October 21st, 1988. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> right around the, the time. Like, this is the present time. A little bit in the future. <laughs> in, in nine days from when this movie comes out, this, this is, is what's, what's going to happen. happen. And I ran down to Haddonfield and I'm like, you guys, you got to stop He's this. Stop. Michael. <laughs> Michael Myers, he's been in a comatose state for 10 years after, yep. uh, after Loomis blew up Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. He's at Ridgemont Federal Sanitarium. Yep. That's where he's, uh, he's at. And he's getting transferred to Smith Grove, where he was originally, right? Yeah. That's where he was where in the first Loomis, movie. yeah, was taking him to. Or picking him, him up. up from. Yeah. We get this ambulance that's coming in the rain on October 30th. It's nighttime, and they're going to Ridgemont Federal Sanitarium to pick up this prisoner who's in the basement. And this guy's like, God has nothing to do with what's down here. You know, it's like very <laughs> ominous. Right. And, and I'm like, okay, first of all, Everybody knows about Michael Myers. If you lived in that area, you know that he killed, what, is they, what do they say, 16 yeah, I people? I can't remember. That's a lot of people. He's a bad dude. On, on that night 10 years ago, and it was on Halloween night. And now it's, who's like, you know what? It's October we 30th. Yeah, let's give it a few days. <laughs> let's maybe we transfer. move him. Oh, maybe after Veterans Day, mid november why? Do they explain why? I think they try to, but I didn't really understand. Yeah, I didn't really understand it either, but the one doctor does. And I think he wants him just kind of out of his hair. And I think he also wants to get rid of Loomis. Loomis. Yeah. Because Loomis is nuts. Yeah. And we do see Loomis in a little bit, and he's all fucking burned up, and he's like, got a cane, and he's all, oh, oh, you have to get it out of here it's evil evil i tell you <laughs> i like that they took some time i mean the makeup isn't very good but the the burned face uh, i like yeah. that they at least acknowledged it's not like oh i i was when i blew up i i, I got better <laughs> i got better <laughs> i went out and got uh, expensive plastic surgery i'm very vain <laughs> so they take michael uh these these couple of transporters i guess they take him into this ambulance and uh, like we said, this is this is where Tom Morga is. Uh, is uh, bandaged Michael, up. He's like all the bandaged invisible man. Up. And they get him in there. And the two, they're they're driving in the ambulance, and we get the ee ooh ooh ee ooh ee ooh. <laughs> you know <laughs> the music, <laughs> music playing. And uh, they're they're sitting in the back of this uh, ambulance, and the and the two, I guess they're nurses. I don't know what they are. The transporter people. Mm-hmm. They're talking. And they're talking. And they're like, uh, whatever happened with uh, Laura Strode? Well, I Let don't know about. <laughs> and they start talking about it, right? And Michael's there and he can hear him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and she had like, a kid, right? Uh, she died. Yeah, Lori died. Lori died. And they're like, but she did have a kid, so he's got a niece. And then we see Michael's hands. 
Michael job. sits up. Ew, ew, ew. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> but um, he sits up and he grabs the dude's fucking face and he bashes it against the wall of the ambulance. And he pushes and he, the, his thumb through the dude's forehead. Yes, ah, killing him. He's got strong. Presumably. Don't play thumb war with Michael Myers. He will fuck you up. <laughs> no, he has got a thumb that can crush a human skull. Ten years of atrophy laying in that bed and didn't do anything. And I like that later in the movie they do acknowledge that. They do acknowledge that because uh, the next day... Oh, the, the ambulance shows. crashes. Like, that's important. The ambulance crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The next day, Loomis shows up at this sanitarium and he's like, why didn't you tell me that you were transferring him? And he's like, motherfucker, I did. You just don't read your emails. <clears throat> and Loomis is like, what's an email? Is what that is like a regular email? thing? <laughs> is that like a regular mail? Do I get that in the... Does a pigeon carry the mail? <laughs> like, no. No, it's an email. It's a computer. Oh. An emu mail. So there is a bird. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're old. Get out of here. Do you even work for the state anymore? Well, I retired. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't get paid. I do this work pro bono. <laughs> He's like, and right now I'm doing it pro boner. Like, oh, I'm dirty old man. You thought that was my cane. No, nope. it was not. I have a big dick. It didn't get burned in the fire 10 years ago. It looks a lot like my face, though. The rumors that my dick were badly burned in the fire highly exaggerated. My dick is just fine. And it's huge. Yeah, let me show you. <laughs> no, Loomis, ah. Please, no. Ah. <laughs> Loomis is talking to the guy, and he's like, oh. <laughs> That's how he talks. Oh. Yeah. He's talking to the guy, and he's like, uh, you know, Michael... You can't tr just transfer him. You should have told me because he's going to fucking escape. And the guy's like, he's been laying down for 10 years. Yeah. His, he's got bed sores. And his muscles would be like mush. <laughs> his muscles are mush. He can't get up. He can't fucking lift a finger. I think he's like, oh, hold and, on a second. Let me, let me get, take this phone call. <laughs> and not to mention he was shot twice in the eyeballs. <laughs> Yeah, and Loomis <laughs> shot him six times. Oh, I like the ambulance drivers also acknowledge that, I think. Or somebody does at some point. They're like, you know, Loomis shot him six times. I wanted him to pop up and be like, six times. <laughs> I shot him six times. Yeah, he got shot six times by Loomis. He got shot by Lori. He got blown up. Yeah, and eyes, he's been eyes gouged out. And he's been laying down for 10 years. <laughs> that fucker, he's got bed sores. That you can't believe. But he sits up and shoves his thumb right through a uh, guy's forehead. Anyway, David, you're right. Loomis is talking to this doctor, and all of a sudden, the phone rings, and he's like, uh, let me take oh, this. One moment. Oh, uh, uh, How's that? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Well, fuck. <laughs> Who is that? Nobody? No, they're <laughs> just calling about my car's uh, extended warranty. Yeah, don't pay no mind. Well, I'm going with you to wherever you're going. Yeah. <laughs> they go to this fucking ditch where the uh ambulance is and it's uh blood everywhere yeah and they said the bodies inside are all mangled and shit Loomis like how many bodies <laughs> count them <laughs> the guy's like i'm not really sure they're all fucked yeah and loomis goes into and they're like well, i don't know sometimes that happens when cars get into accidents <laughs> body bodies parts get, get all thrown. mixed up who knows loomis walks into the water and looks inside the ambulance and he's like He's alive. He's escaped. <laughs> yep. 
and he takes the dude's fucking car <laughs> that drove him there and he's like fuck you fuck you he pieces i'm out of here <laughs> he pieces out <laughs> and he's like i'm going to haddonfield that's where he's, that's where he's headed loomis does go to haddonfield but he stops at a gas station. He's like, I got fill her up, please. <laughs> You're like, this is self-service, motherfucker. He's like, oh, well, shit. Well, he quickly finds out it's self-service because no one's, uh, no one's no, there. No one comes out. And uh, we, d- we do get a shot before Loomis gets there of Michael showing up at the fill- filling station. And some guy's working on a car. And he's like, hey, buddy, can you hand me that ratchet? <laughs> Give me that 9 16 he- wrench, please. And he comes out from underneath the car. He's like, I said nine sixteenths. And the guy's like, and uh, fucking Michael kills him. Yep. Steals his coveralls. Of course. You need <laughs> those. Like, I like these. These are comfortable. Yeah. This is my preferred. Except when I poop, I basically got to get naked. Oh, I got to take the whole thing off. Yeah. You know what coveralls need? They need a flap. Yeah, butt flap. You know what we should do instead of this? I should just wear jeans and a t-shirt because that would be a lot, a lot easier. easier for pooping. <laughs> We also get introduced to Jamie, who is Danielle Harris, and she's Laurie Strode's daughter, Michael's niece, that Michael got so upset that he has a niece that he's like, I gotta fucking kill that little girl. (laughs) How many birthdays have I missed? I've missed like eight birthdays. I can't get that time back. (laughs) But I'm going to start now. (laughs) Uh, Jamie knows about Michael, apparently. Yeah, and she lives and with foster she, parents and uh, like a foster sister. Yeah, that's uh, Tina. No, no Ra- that's uh, Rachel. Tina. Tina's in five. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Rachel is uh, her foster sister, and uh, she sees uh, she has dreams about Michael, and she calls him the bad man or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she also keeps a box of like memorabilia about her parents in uh, her closet, yeah, photos and stuff. So she opens this box and she's looking at photos. One of the photos is Jamie Lee Curtis from the set of fucking Halloween <laughs> holding that pumpkin, like sitting on the corner. I'm like, who the fuck was there taking that picture? That was Michael, like from the from the car. He's all <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, how did that who, picture who even that? get taken? <laughs> yeah, it's That's so funny. Stupid. I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's a it's still so shot dumb. from the movie. It annoys the shit out of me when they do that in movies. They're like, oh, here's a picture of my mom. And I'm like, that was from the fucking movie. There was no photo. There was no photographer around. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the actress can't just supply a photo. Like, yeah, here's a picture of me that I took on a picnic once. Well, I'm wondering, I, I thought about that. I'm wondering if a Photoshop wasn't a thing back then, but B if they don't have the likeness rights to Jamie Lee Curtis other than the movies. Oh, that's a good point. So they're like, we yeah, got to take... It. We're just going to have to take a still shot. Yeah. We got to take a still <laughs> from like, what we going have. through the photos, there's one of her like cowering in a closet. Like... <laughs> <laughs> there's the one where she's backed up against the doorway and Michael sits up. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, here's a, here's a great photo of um, my mom's friend Linda. And it's like her and fucking Ghost Bob. <laughs> Linda's titties hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Here's when my mom's horny friend was going to visit Paul and she got strangled. Yeah, that's her in the car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so stupid. I, it fucking annoyed me. But anyway, she sees Michael and this is where we get the first glimpse of this shitty mask in this movie. By the way, this is just her dreaming it. So Michael hasn't even picked up the shitty mask yet. No. This is her dream of a shitty mask. And it's going to be a reality soon. 
What do you think of this mask when you see it? It's fucking ridiculous. Like the <laughs> eyebrows, like that was a weird choice. Yeah, they added eyebrows in this movie. Yeah, dark, I, I, dark eyebrows. I looked back to Halloween 1 and 2, and I'm like, they don't have... I have a Michael uh, from Halloween 2 over here. And he, he, although he does have lines for eyebrows, they're painted white. Right. And no sideburns, and the hair is mussed up and everything. It looks like fucking Michael Myers. This mask, I mean, it resembles Michael Myers, but it's like... It's like you ordered it from AliExpress. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> they ordered like, a Michael Myers. <laughs> really well kept eyebrows too. Like, does he get them threaded or like tweezed? <laughs> yes. But it's just like, it looks come stupid. On. Yeah, the mask we, is dumb. The, you have enough budget to where you can get someone to make a good mask. And I haven't seen but, some of the other Halloween movies in a while, but I seem to recall the mask in part, is it H2O that looks really bad? Dude, six or them. seven one of them is really bad i watched i tried to watch i messaged you i was like i'm gonna watch halloween resurrection just that, ma- that mask sucks holy fuck i haven't seen that movie since the theater that movie was awful also eyebrows yeah um halloween h2o that mask sucks and they used like three different masks i think in that movie mm. there's like a mask with a close i don't know they all just suck <laughs> nothing beats the original shatner Agreed. Like mask. I like the Rob Zombie masks, and I think the new ones, the ones in the newer movies are good. But yeah, I think but the it, ones in the newer movies, they paid more attention to it. And the Rob Zombie one's okay. I mean, it was like, that was his version of it. But four through so, eight, uh, shitty masks. Shitty masks all around. Anyway, she has a nightmare. The parents come in and they're like. It was just a nightmare. Don't worry. Her her sister, oh, we'll just call her sister yeah, for lack of a Rachel. better word. Her sister, Rachel. Um, is going out on a date with this guy, Brady. You go out on a date with a guy named Brady, you know a guy named Brady is going to be a douche, right? I've never met a Brady that I'm like, oh, there's a real swell guy. But anyway, she's going out with fucking Brady. Yeah, for Halloween. Like, they're going to go on a date. Yep. And um, her parent, but her parents are like, our babysitter just canceled because she twisted her ankle. So you got a babysitter. And we got to go to a Halloween party. Yeah, because your dad's going to lose this account if we don't go to this fucking golf course. Yeah. We really need, and we really need this house empty, if you catch my meaning. She's <laughs> like, no, I don't. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. So they're like, Rachel, you're going to have to babysit Jamie. And she's like, fuck. And she starts talking shit. And, and then Jamie, Jamie hears, it. hears it. And she's like, I wish I was never born. Or whatever she says, right? <laughs> yeah. She runs away. If it wasn't for me, you'd be having fun at your party. And you'd be out on your date. And you'd be getting laid. My parents wouldn't have died. <laughs> I'm a menace. It's like, oh, calm down, calm down, Jamie. But all that's true, but you're yeah. only eight. <laughs> Nevertheless, we'll have a nice Halloween here. It'll be okay. And I'll go see yeah. Paul tomorrow. Brady. Brady. Paul. Or Paul. Maybe she's got another date tomorrow. <laughs> Different guy. But she's like, uh, I'm going to buy ice cream after school and da 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 da. We'll go get you so a costume. Ja- yeah, we'll go out trick or treating. Jamie goes to school. And these fucking kids bully the shit out of her. Yeah. They're like, your uncle's a boogeyman. Your uncle's a boogeyman. Your parents are dead. (laughs) You're the worst. Jamie's an orphan. Jamie's an orphan. Yeah. And they're like, Jamie's an orphan. Jamie's an orphan. Her uncle's the boogeyman. (laughs) It's like, well, that's the last person you want to pick on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I'd be like, yeah, motherfucker, and I'll call him up right now. Yeah, he's not dead. I'll sick him on you. 
Yeah, he'll come and kill you. He'll kill. Yeah, bitch. he'll go murder your whole family. How do you like that? Maybe he'll maybe he'll strangle your dog. Yep, that's maybe what he he'll does. Eat it because he eats dogs. Yep, he gets hungry Did sometimes. You ever see the first movie? I mean, here's a still shot from it. Here's the dog. <laughs> this is the family dog that got eaten. Yep. Anyway, so she goes uh, home from school, and uh, Rachel picks her up, and Rachel's like, "Oh, Jamie, let's go get you a costume." But that's where Brady works. And she's like, I don't want to seem too forward. But I do have to tell him that my date's off. She hasn't told him? Yeah, and his reaction, I think, is a pretty decent one, considering. Well, he's like, you knew this this morning? You didn't say anything? Yes, that that, that part is decent. Yes, yes. He, he goes a little too far, though. But he does say, why don't I just come over after she goes to bed? But here's, my, here's what I would do if I was him, right? Brett, not Brady, okay? Brett would go, hey, Rachel. I understand we can reschedule, but why don't I just come over tonight? Why don't you just ask your parents if I can come over and we can take Lindsay. Yeah, or, we can take Lindsay, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Jamie, we can take, we can take her trick or treating. Yeah. I'll just go walk around trick or treating with you, dude. Yeah. I'll just be a good, maybe I'll just be a good boyfriend. He'd be in like Flynn. Mm-hmm. But he's very dumb. Get them wet like Brett. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that like how that? it works? no but when you just are nice when you're just a nice guy yeah people like that chicks like you yeah right i mean i know bad guys get the reputation of like oh girls just like a bad guy no girls like good guys be a good guy be a respectable person and part of being a respectable person is going i understand that this situation came up and you have to babysit your sister yeah want help but instead he pouts Instead, he pouts, and then he goes and fucks another girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes it a little a little far. Something I just remembered uh, that we haven't talked about is uh, that uh, Loomis sees Michael Myers at that gas station when he's gassing up. And yeah. like he's like, God damn you, Michael. And he's like shooting at him, but he, he fucking misses. And then yeah. it, like uh, Michael bursts through like the garage door with a tow truck with that he's stolen. It yeah. smashes right through Loomis's car and it fucking explodes and there's a giant oh, yeah. fireball. Like pretty and cool. Loomis, who is like disabled, right? Yeah, he's like, fuck, I gotta walk or hitchhike. Well, not to mention that, yes, he does have to do that, but then he sees the car coming and he fucking gets he legs. He's like, Whoa! And he, <laughs> he jumps. Yeah, doesn't he like dives? jump? Yeah, he does a dive. <laughs> he's fucking yeah. limber. Yeah, he's limber when he's he agile. To that's another thing that fucking happens. Loomis has to go hitchhiking, and this car pulls up, and they're like, "Come oh, on!" Like a bunch of tears. Hey, they're like, "Come on, old and, man!" And it's like in slow motion. They're like, "Come on, come on!" And then as soon as he gets to the car, they all speed away. And they're like, "Ha ha!" It's like, what the fuck is wrong with people in Illinois? They're the worst. They are. Those are those are probably the siblings of those kids that were uh, teasing Jamie and yeah. in her elementary school. Yeah, they're all gonna die soon. But some old man picks him up and gives him a ride to Haddonfield. Anyway, meanwhile, yes, Rachel is telling Brady because he works at the drugstore. I think it's Vincent's drugstore or something. That sounds but right. Yeah. When when they get there, they're like, oh, we came here to pick Jamie up a costume. And he's like, aisle five, got the best costumes in town. She goes and looks at those costumes and I'm like, that's the best costumes yeah, in bullshit. town? Yeah, shit. Yeah, they're all those <laughs> cheesy like, plastic masks. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. This drugstore is the best costume <laughs> store in town? Yeah. I'm suspicious. It's the worst. But, you know, when I was growing up, there was a store. Did you guys have stores, uh, Ben Franklin? Yeah. It's kind of like an arts and crafts store. 
Yes, it was kind of like Michael's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't have like, those. I forgot about that place. But they also had like clothes, mm-hmm. and they had like Halloween costumes that. But it was always the shitty ones. It was like this store. I worked at one of those. That was like yeah, my second job. Yeah, it was job. like pick and save like uh, type quality. Yeah, it was like it was like a dollar. Yeah, it was like five below. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, but we also had like fish tanks. I had to take care of the fish, and we had hamsters. Like we you had a pet care- section. Really? I had to take care of all of them. Yeah, that was my job. I worked there. Dude, uh, and then my, I had to like my first what? job. I worked at PetSmart, and I was the fish guy. Oh, were you? Yeah. Well, I wasn't the fish guy. I was the stock boy. Oh, okay. So, like, part of my job was, like, I had to feed the fish and, like, go, oh, that one's dead. And then it was, like, if someone wanted a fish. Yeah. I was, like, which one? Yeah. Well, it was always the worst. Like, I want that one. And then they smack the tank and they all scatter. And you're, like, ugh. And it's, like, they all look the same. They look exactly the same. That's when you just go, oh, I got them. Here it is, kid. Uh yeah, so best costumes in town. This Vincent drugstore or whatever it's called. Yeah, bullshit. She goes back there and she's picking out a costume and she sees a clown costume. Yeah, she's like, that's that looks, the one. It looks like the one that Michael had at the beginning it's of Halloween. Pretty close. Dun dun dun. <gasps> oh my god. She picks it and all of a sudden Michael. Oh, we see a hand reach and grab, and we see it in the background. The mm-hmm. shitty Michael Myers mask. And we see. Oh yeah, and the hand like grabs it. It's like, ooh. Yep. He's like, I, I, don't, I don't know about these eyebrows, but I guess this will do. Yep. He puts it on, and it scares Jamie. She backs up and breaks a mirror or something. Yeah, and screams, I think. She gets seven years of bad luck. Mm-hmm. Starting. Starting right now. Now. <laughs> Michael leaves, and Brady and Rachel come over, as well as Kelly, who is, was it Kelly or was it yeah, the actress's Kelly. name? Oh, Kelly. Oh, Sheriff Meeker's daughter, yeah. Yeah, she works there with Brady, and uh, they come over, and they're like, is everything okay? They're like, yes, we just got to go. Brady was being an asshole anyway. This is when he started being an asshole. Yeah. And Rachel's like, I just got to babysit. So they head out of there uh, that night. Rachel takes Jamie trick-or-treating, right? Yeah. So they start going door to door, and they're having a good time. Michael is somewhere. He's lurking in the shadows, presumably. lurking in the shadows. Rachel and Jamie go up to this house and they knock on the door and that's where Kelly Meeker, the sheriff's daughter, comes and answers the door. And she's got a shirt on that say uh that says what? Oh yeah, cops do it by the book. Yeah. That's and that's like all that she's wearing. Yeah, pretty much. And she's handing out the candy and Rachel just kind of looks at her like slut. Mm-hmm. Like she already doesn't like her. And then but like she doesn't like her. She like slut shames her. She does later, yeah. With and without even like saying anything, even before she knows that she's fucking Brady, she's just like, "This bitch looks like a slut." And the only thing that we know about her is that guys think that she's attractive. Yeah. So she's slut shaming her, Rachel. You fucking bitch. <laughs> you get what happens to you in part five. Oh shit! And then like right <laughs> after that, she sees uh, Brady. Brady in in the, the house, like in the background. Yeah. And she's like, oh. And he's like, hey, this dick isn't going to suck itself. Oh. <laughs> Am I right? Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> I was talking to you. <laughs> uh, so he runs out and he's like, hey, Rachel, Rachel. Like, uh, it's not what you think. He like tries to play it off at first. And then he's kind of like, listen. <laughs> it is what you think. Yeah. 
He's like, but you, you, you what, ditched me. You gave me no choice. You, you left me no alternative. What else was yeah, I to gas, do? He gaslights her. Yeah, he really it's like, does. It's your fault. <laughs> fucking it's your asshole. fault that I cheated on you. Yep. Sorry, baby. Well, sorry, sorry well, you made me cheat on you. Well, he's trying to convince Rachel that it's her fault that he's fucking the sheriff's daughter. <laughs> Jamie meets up with this group of kids and they're like, hey, cool clown costume. You want to trick or treat with us? No kid would say that, especially kids that were picking on her all day long. Yeah. Hey, orphan, but, like that costume. <laughs> <laughs> they take her trick or treating and she's like, yeah, I guess. And she leaves. And uh, Rachel's too consumed with Brady and uh, his penis to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. When she, she finally her. does turn around, she's like, Rachel or Jamie? Jamie, and where'd you they, go? They lose each other. Oh, shit. They end up finding each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> Sheriff Meeker and Loomis are driving around in the car because Loomis has gone to the sheriff's department and he's like, Michael is back. <laughs> Death has come to your town. <laughs> Where's Bracket? He's like, Bracket retired, bitch. He's like, oh, well, who's the new Bracket? He's like, that would be me. He's like, but he does right, convince well, him. He's like, all right, all right. we'll Because we'll, he says he's going to go to where the niece is. We need to yeah, go. Yeah, because he's like Lori Strode. Her. Yeah. Lori Strode's daughter. And he's like, okay, I don't know if I'm fully buying this, but better safe than sorry. Yep. Let's, let's go investigate. So they come across Jamie and Rachel who were getting scared like by guys in the shadows. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, uh, also all the power is out in the neighborhood because oh, yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. Myers goes to like the power station and oh, yeah. grabs a dude and tosses him into a transformer and electrocutes him. <laughs> so all the power in the, in the town is out. It is. And uh, when the sheriff and Loomis pick up Rachel and Jamie, they see Michael. Yeah. And Loomis is like, yeah, Meeker's like, having, is that him? He's like, yes, that's him. He's like, I think so. But Loomis is having flashbacks of fucking Ben Tramer, mm -hmm. right? From part two. And he's like, uh, I think so. And they're about ready. And then all of a sudden, another Michael Myers appears. And he's another like, oh, one. Shit. And another one. He's and like, his like, eyebrows look a little different, but I think that's him. <laughs> so uh, here's my thing. Why would Loomis automatically assume that Michael would take the same mask? <laughs> what? <laughs> why would you... If you were yeah. Michael, wouldn't you get like I'm gonna Richard get this Nixon or something? Mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get like, dress uh, up like the Groucho Marx like glasses with the big nose and mustache. He's like, uh, well, that's not him. That's not him. He wouldn't wear a mask like that. No, he wears a specific mask and coveralls. <laughs> but uh, all these guys, they're just kids. Yeah, and the sheriff is like, get the fuck out of here. And they kids. almost and get like, shot. And the kid's like, ha 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 ha. I got you, sheriff. Go. Yeah, suck you a almost dick. killed me. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids got balls on them. Yeah, kid almost got shot. Do that? Fuck. Maybe that's how he gets uh, off, though. Michael does appear, though. He is one of those oh, people shit. that they think were the kids, and he's just standing there with his fucking shitty mask and his old. <laughs> By the way, that mask—it's also like really narrow. It looks like he's got like kind he, of a pinhead. Yeah, he looks kind of skinny. <laughs> yeah, it's like you need a sandwich, dude. <laughs> Said atrophy, like, man. I like, haven't eaten anything in ten years. I'm famished. <laughs> I know that would be the first thing that I would do. Maybe yeah. that's why he went to that diner slash. Gas yeah, he got a sandwich. Maybe the turkey was a little dry, and that's why he killed everyone in the diner. Yep. The sheriff takes the girls to his house. They're like, we're just gonna wait there because I'm sending a uh, another police officer over to the girls' house to get their parents, and we'll just keep them here. They go to their house. Well, that's when Kelly and Brady are fucking. They have to stop. 
And the dad knows, like when he gets in, he's like, yeah, he can smell it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like smells like musk. What's going on here? (laughs) But he's like, and he even tells Brady, he's like, if I catch you groping my daughter, I'm gonna blow your brains out. Musk and bleach in here. But you want to know something? It's like I would have told that shit. Well, I wouldn't have told that to the sheriff, and I probably wouldn't have said this either. But it's like, I'm not like your daughter can make her own decisions. Yeah. Like if she wants me to touch her, I'm going to touch her. I'm going to do it. Because that's what <laughs> so I do. Because I'm a man. Because I don't think... Were they in high school? I don't think they were in high school, were they? I presumed they were in high school, but they... I mean, like all movies like this, they look much older than that. They look older. But I think they were Maybe supposed they were to be high school. school. If they were in high school, then yes, I would tell that kid to fuck off. Yeah. Anyway, they start fortifying the house up because... They know Michael's coming. Got to board coming. up the windows, nail the door shut, all that shit. Yep. Oh, and also there's there's like a sub kind of a side story with like a, a lynch mob of these people that oh, yeah. called they called the sheriff station and nobody answered. They're like, oh, somebody always answers. There's got to be something wrong. So they they all headed like the that. the station together. Yeah. All the, oh, but you can see how something like January 6, 2021 happened because fucking as soon as one of them goes, let's go. They're like, guys, it's Woo! going on. And nobody asks any questions. They all just jump in the jump cars the and they got the guns. their guns ready. They're like, what are we doing? What <laughs> who, are we hunting? Who are we killing? Who are we killing? It's like you fucking redneck pieces like of yokels. dog shit. And then I was like, where the fuck are you? You're supposed to be in Illinois. And you all are like, well, ding, dong, dang, dong, ding, 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 ding. It's like you fucking yokel motherfuckers. I hate them. Um, yeah, but they're like, shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, kind absolutely, of, kind of guys. And they actually do that. They kill one they of their kill buddies. one of those kids. <laughs> yeah, one of the kids was like, "Oh fuck you!" Like he's dead now. Whoops. <laughs> he was in the he was in the fucking bushes, and they were like, "I seen him." And I can't and remember, they, but how do those guys know what Michael Myers looks like? They didn't. And they fucking unload on this guy. They fill him so full of lead, they wouldn't even be able to recognize this guy. <laughs> but uh, they kill him. And at this point, uh, do, do we already know that uh, Michael's killed all the cops at the station? Well, I think we find out like right now. Okay. Michael kills all the cops at the station. <laughs> there you like, go. All of them. Yep. <laughs> like, and it, it wasn't was even that hard. Bath. It's like, man. It was a bloodbath. Yeah. The cops are all dead. One of the cops goes over to uh, the, has been over at the parents' house. Rachel's yeah, like the deputy. House. And he's like, I'm out of here. I, I and, the, and the sheriff's like, meet me over at my house. I have the girls over here. Michael's in the backseat of the sheriff's car because Michael's fucking super smart. Yep. Very, he's like, I know, very stealthy. I know, I know that this guy's going to get called over there. So he goes in the back seat so he can get over to where Jamie and Yeah, and he, he ducks down and goes, hee, hee, hee. <laughs> he doesn't know I'm here. Michael sneaks into the house, however, whatever means necessary. Yeah, because he and sneaks in presumably before they start boarding everything up. Like he's already. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's and someone once, inside your house. <laughs> it's Michael. Myers. Wrong movie. Oh. Uh, Loomis leaves. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go see a man about a horse. <laughs> Like, just tell us you have to go take a piss. And then he's like, well, I have to take a shit. Uh, it's going to be a, a little bit. I had a very large meal earlier. And, takes uh, the New York Times under yeah, his fucking like, uh, like, It was corned beef, actually. He's like, I don't care what you ate. He's like, well, <laughs> the gist, though, is that it's going to be a while. Uh, the sheriff leaves, too. 
So it's just this one deputy, uh, Kelly, the sheriff's daughter, Brady, Jamie, and Rachel. Well, this one fucking deputy, he gets killed. Yeah, because... We don't see it happen, but Kelly comes in with uh, coffee Coffee or something. Oh, it sure is cold outside, huh? My nipples are super hard. Uh, Anyway... (laughs) You want some coffee? And she's like, she sets the coffee down and she sees the body, but then she sees the body's on the floor. Sit. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, then who's sitting in the chair? <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael. It's Michael. And he comes with a shotgun and he doesn't shoot her. He no. stabs her through the gut. Like impales her with the gun up to the wall. Yep. Brady and Rachel and Jamie find all of this stuff eventually too. And then Brady's like, I'll take care of him. And he goes to shoot him and the gun jams, no bu- yeah, which I'm no like bullets or something, which I'm like, okay, this, this is a sheriff's gun. This gun's not going to jam. He's going to keep it clean. He's going to clean his gun <laughs> on a regular basis. You're a fucking, yeah. He's idiot. like fumbling with the gun. Like, Oh shit. It would have been better. Had he been fumbling with it? Like, the safety was on or there was no bullets in it or whatever the fuck, but it like just jammed, which it wouldn't. Anyway, he doesn't get it in time. Michael crushes his skull. He's dead. Yep. Doesn't he kind of do the same thumb thing that he did earlier? Kind of. I think he kind of thumbs all about his thumbs face. and people loves it. <laughs> he loves like, sticking his thumbs. It's like, have I showed you how strong my thumbs are? Yeah. It's the only part of my body that's strong other than my dick. You understand it? <laughs> Uh, all those rumors you've heard about my dick. I've literally heard nothing. He's like, well, can you put some rumors out there? <laughs> Both Loomis and I, giant hogs. <laughs> it's like mine a little bit bigger though. It is. And not as burnt. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> that's, that's a damn lie. Come, he comes out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles, holding the funnies. <laughs> like shit. a half finished crossword six times six times i should <laughs> yes we know and i have a big penis <laughs> rachel and jamie go up to the attic. the attic yeah they're like this is the good best place to hide they go up <laughs> when in doubt up and then they go out the window they end up on the roof they end up on the roof she lowers jamie down by tying uh the cable cord around yeah. her and uh, lowering her down, Michael comes out. One thing leads to another. Uh, Rachel falls from the yeah, because she's story. like shimmying on the on the gutter. The, the gutter. Did it made me think of? Yeah. Uh, do you get those commercials all the time for the the leaf filter thing or the gutter thing? Like who still uh, gets those. on ladders to clean their gutters? Yeah, and the person like <laughs> raises their hand. And the, the girl goes like, "Dad." <laughs> I see that commercial like a thousand times a day or the one where yeah. the guy's like walking around. He's like, oh, still going on ladders. That's dangerous, Melissa. Oh, Paul, <laughs> don't do that. Holy shit. You got a death wish, Brett? Well, you don't have to worry about that because you don't no. have rain gutters. Yeah, why, do we have I these, do. why do we have these commercials in Arizona? I do. And I was looking outside the other day and I was like, fuck, fall's going to be here soon enough. And the leaves are going to start falling and well, be- they're going to land on my house. Be careful. Cause if those commercials have taught me anything, <laughs> it's that getting up on a ladder uh, to clean those gutters is certain death. My friend. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's put a lot of fear into me. We'll see what happens. Be right. But she falls off the, the roof. She falls off the second story. But if this movie taught me anything is that you can survive a fall like that. So yeah, she was I'll at be, least I'll knocked out. Cause Jamie yeah, thinks she's dead. Weird. She's like, Rachel, Rachel don't 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 she goes don't not be alive 
No, she there said, was something. It was really cute what she yeah. said. And then Michael um, comes and she does the right thing. She runs. Like, oh, she's fuck like, this fuck shit. this. She runs. Um, she runs into Loomis, who's always walking the streets in these movies. Always. Right? He's like, and then he's like, where's the school? He calls it the schoolhouse, which I also thought was funny. Like, who she's said like, schoolhouse? The schoolhouse. It's where school the schoolmarm is. <laughs> schoolmarm. <laughs> where do you learn your education? Um, she takes him to the school. Well, at first I was like, why? But it's to set off the alarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I thought the same thing at first. I was like, you know, what, what, to what purpose? Yeah, but it sets off the alarm. So then Michael knows, oh, that's where they are. So he goes to, he's like a fucking dog. He's like, huh? Or an mm-hmm. animal of some sorts, right? He just goes to where the um, noise is. Michael shows up. Now, this is where we get the classic scene in this movie. <laughs> Michael takes Loomis and throws him out the window, right? Fuck yeah, he does. But when Michael comes, that fucking mask has blonde hair. Yes. Yeah, why? <laughs> because someone fucked up and uh. they just never noticed it until the movie was already done and they were like, well. Well, shit. Yeah, I noticed that too. Pay, I was like, why is I'm not going to pay different? Donald Pleasance. Yeah. And and when I first saw this movie, when No one I was, even on the set noticed? They're like, hey. Well, maybe they did and they just used the wrong cut. I don't know. But I'd be like, hey, that ain't right. I'm not the props guy. That shit ain't right. I'm not telling you how to do your job, but They're do like, your job. The guy's holding the boom, and he's like, uh, "Is that mask? Listen, Ted. Yeah, you there's a this? union. Okay, you can't help us out. There's a guy you cleaning can't. the the gutters on a ladder. He's like, hey, I think so.' Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're gonna fucking die. Pay attention to the. Pay attention to what you're doing, yeah, come Roger. On, man, you're gonna fall off that ladder. Severely injure but, yourself. Yes, you can see a clip of this online, but it is uh, he's got a blonde-haired uh, yep. mask it's on. It's like a fucking it's, Ben Tramer mask. Yeah, it's a Ben Tramer mask, basically. I, or did they do it just as a joke? <laughs> no. It was like, weird, Why though. would they even have that on the set? Why would you even have a blonde-haired Myers mask? It doesn't. Unless it was like in, in, Unless someone really fucked up. I'm, I, you'd have to fuck up a lot. <laughs> it should be brown hair. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Then it cuts back. He's got the regular mask on, but he's chasing after Jamie. He actually catches her, but Rachel busts in with a fire extinguisher and, yep. and sprays his ass. Oh, his face mostly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, his ass and face. Yep. And they get out, and this is where the, the fucking yokels come. And... Uh, they're like, we're going to kill him. And Rachel's like, hey, you know what? The state troopers are on the way. Why don't we let the cops do their job and we just go to safety? And they're like, they're like well, you know I what? guess you're right. That ain't a bad idea. <laughs> Let's do that. So they're going to like, drive them to the next town police station. Yeah, they, yeah they, they were able to talk sense into them. So they all leave on the on the truck and they pass the state troopers. Who The state troopers don't bother to stop them and go, wait a second, who are you? Yeah, like, why do you all have guns? I, I, yeah, I figured like the state troopers, they don't know that it's Michael Myers. They don't know what he looks like. They were just told somebody killed a bunch of people. And, and there's he a got bunch a, of yokels with guns. Yeah, leaving. Yeah, leaving town in a, in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should stop those guys. Yeah. The trooper tells them to just uh, go up the road and you'll be safe. But uh, Michael was hiding underneath the truck. Fucking strong. Michael was holding on by his thumbs. <laughs> Just his thumbs and a little bit with his penis. It's like a prehensile around tail. the axle. <laughs> He's like a possum. Possum. Yep. Oh, that's fucking great. 
<laughs> yeah, but he pops up as like, oh, what the hell? How do you how do you do that? He's very strong. Yeah. He cl- he kills all the guys who are riding in the back, and I like as he's killing one, the other two are just kind of just looking off, like they don't hear. No. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, it's kind of just happening behind them. Like, dude, dude, like hell of a night, isn't it? And then one of them gets grabbed, and the other one's just like, hmm, yeah, like okay. oh, I hope, it, I hope it rains tonight. We really need the rain. We need this. He kills all three of them, and then uh, he punches through the glass door and kills Earl, who oh, is driving the driver. Yeah. And uh, Rachel's like, fuck this. She pushes that guy's body out. She's like, whatever. She takes over driving. Yep. And uh, she starts swerving. So Michael's like holding onto the roof. He's like, oh shit. Yeah, trying to fling him off. Yep. And she uh, eventually does. She does. She, she, uh, which had memories of Halloween H2O at this point, right? Oh, yeah. He flies off and he lands in a ditch and he's presumably dead. And that's when the sheriff and Loomis. Well, she, and, she rams him with the truck too, like which I thought was smart. Not only does she fling him off, but then yeah, she, she like runs him over basically. Yeah, and that sends him flying. And he goes flying. And he goes into a into hole the, or a mine shaft or something, right? Like a ditch, yeah. Yeah. And he's just laying there. And uh, she's like, Rachel, you stay here. I'm going to go get help. And it's like, why don't you just have Rachel go with you? Yeah. But she goes up there, Loomis and the sheriff and the rest of the lynch mob and whatever have shown up oh yeah 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 you're right he's in the ditch because now he's going to fall into a mine shaft or something yes (laughs) whatever the fuck this whatever it is big hole but uh jamie goes over to him and she grabs his hand and she like touches his hand or something like that he's like holding his hand and then he jamie get away from there and she's like huh (laughs) and so she runs away and michael like stands up like immediately stands up it's not even the sit up it's like he goes from laying to like yep up <laughs> straight it up like one of those karate things where you flip your feet up and then you bounce up. up on your feet <laughs> yep. and uh and then they're like jamie duck and she ducks and they unload. unload on him and this is where he falls in that mind and they shaft. shoot him a lot and the whole mine shaft like came this fucking mine what what is this mine in illinois yeah what are they mining, what are they mining? but anyway everything caves in on him and uh they're like he's dead the evil is dead yeah no need to check he's dead let's go home he's in hell now so i still have to finish shitting meeker's like "Mm, my daughter's dead but all right let's go let's go have some coffee at the fucking yeah fuck (laughs) it carruthers house (laughs) they take jamie and rachel back home and uh rachel's mom's like well i'm gonna take jamie upstairs and get her ready for bed it's been a long day so she takes her upstairs and we see the mom is like starting the bath water. Also, I'm filthy from this party that P- I was at. <laughs> we get a POV of Yeah, just like part one. Just like just the, whole, the, the two holes. And all of a sudden it goes into the bathroom and it sees the mom, the POV does, and she screams. Loomis goes running upstairs and he sees Jamie at the top of the stairs with the mask on holding, holding a, pair a pair of scissors, scissors with blood on it. And he goes, no, yeah, he says no, no. Oh. yeah, he, he, he emotes times. big time. Yeah. And you're right. Uh, do, 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 do. And then, well, he was going to shoot her and the yeah. sheriff stopped him. Yeah. Don't kill her. Don't kill the kid. And that's the end. Yep. What'd you think? 
You know, I haven't. It's been a long time since I've seen this one. Uh, I own too. it. Well, it's but, been a couple um, years. It's yeah. been several, uh, and so I didn't remember it all that well. Um, I remember l- liking it before. Um, when was the first time you saw this movie? Did you see this movie like towards when it came out? Or? No, I was probably like in my like mid twenties when I saw oh, it. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. The first time I saw it was when I bought it. I bought it on DVD. They had like a collector tin version, mm-hmm. which I still have. That's what I watched it on this time. And it's yeah. funny too, because like on the inside, it was like, you've never like experienced it this way. Like it's been remastered and it had like all the specs. And I Dolby just remember as I was watching, it's like, this movie looks like shit. Like the quality compared <laughs> to like now. Yeah. I like this one. There's a lot of things I don't like. Uh, but like this one is the most autumn feeling one. I think I like, I like the, the setting. Like there's lots of like brown leaves. It the just looks very shots. Very fall. Yeah. The opening credit shots. Oh yeah, yeah, with the pumpkins and are awesome. Yeah, it gets me in all the feels. Yeah, um, I think that Danielle Harris uh, Harris's performance is really good as Jamie. Like yes. as a child actor, I think she's great. I think she does yes. really good. But I mean, it's just kind of cheesy. It just feels like it's the same movie we've seen two other times, and it was yes. probably. Well, I don't say. I, I wasn't say better the first two times, but I'm gonna kind of put this movie on the same level as Part Two, where I think it's probably one of the better sequels, but it's also not great. I'm gonna go two and a half on this one. So that's what you gave Part Two, yeah. Also. And I know this because I looked up to see what I gave Part Two because I wanted to kind of align it with Part Two. Uh, but let me before I go that far. So you gave it two and a half, okay? I agree with you. Like it's very like the establishing shots, the whole, the beginning, like when I first saw this movie, I was super stoked because I saw it in probably 88. Okay. And you're like, Michael Myers 89, is back. Probably 89, probably 89. Cause I saw it on VHS. Uh, and this came out in October of 88. So it was probably the following year, but I remember being super stoked. And being like, yes, Michael's back and fucking A. And then I saw it and I was like, this movie is awesome. (laughs) This movie for a long time was one of my favorite Halloween movies. Yeah. Um, Obviously the original and then part two for a long time was like up there as well. But part four was boom, right there with it. I watched it a couple years ago and my daughter likes this one. Probably because there's a Daniel Harris. Yeah. I watched this again. Uh, the other day and i was like god this movie is fucking dumb (laughs) this movie is just dumb pure d dumb um there's stuff in this movie that doesn't make any fucking sense Mm -hmm. the the mask is ridiculous like we talked about that the mask is ridiculous michael's been laying down for 10 years i guess i never really thought about that before watching it this time and i was like oh I guess I just thought he was a patient. Like he was up and around and moving around, but no, they say <laughs> he like a walker he had physical yeah. therapy three yeah. times a week. I mean, that would have been better. Like if we would have known that, like it would have been more realistic. Yeah. There was nothing realistic about this movie. No. There was a couple of good kills. I thought the thumb through the forehead, that's one of the memorable ones. Um, the uh, girl getting the shotgun the, through the stomach, shotgun yeah. through the stomach. But other than that, the kills were kind of meh. Just a lot of coincidence. And it's like, why does he want to kill Jamie? Like, he gets so pissed off that Jamie's alive. Exists (laughs) that he's got to go kill her. Why does Jamie have a picture of her mom when nobody was around? 
when her mom was 17 holding a pumpkin on the corner yeah. waiting waiting for her friend to pick her up um Did something else i just thought of too the ending yeah. is ridiculous also like i oh. i hate the ending like making the, jamie they build her up as like this really likable character and then at the end they make her a monster this is kind of yeah. fucked up well and and this is what this movie does because some people who watch this movie will be like well in part five they explain a lot of this shit fuck you fuck part five and the reason why is because part five doesn't even exist yet so to use anything right. from part five to to uh explain part four because i know what people would say they'd be like well there's this psychic connection that the two have because in part five and we'll review that someday and then there's the whole thorn fucking yeah. tattoo and all that kind of in the man in black and all this shit that gets established in later movies but that's not what part four is. Right. Part four is we're bringing Michael back. They just tried to use this little girl as a, I don't know, a weight. Like a shocking open The passing of the torch. Yes. To leave it open-ended. And then yeah. they realized like, no, people want to see you want Michael. Michael Myers. Yeah. We don't want Tommy Jarvis turning into Jason. Right. <laughs> we don't want Roy Burns. We don't want anything but the original. Like there's no yeah. passing of torches. Exactly. Give that's, the people what they want. Dumb. So I looked at my Halloween 2 rating. I went to theswearwolves.com, which you can go to uh, and see all of our ratings. And I saw that I gave Halloween 2, which I also said was stupid, uh, to <laughs> Pamela Voorhees heads. But I'm going to go less than that. Mm. One and a half Pamela Voorhees heads for me. All right. This, I will say this. The movie was watchable, oh, yeah, but it's definitely. laughable. It's laughable. It's like you can watch it. It's only 88 minutes long. It's like, okay, I can sit down and watch this movie. And at Halloween, it's on all the time. Yeah. This and part five are on all the time, seemingly. Well, and H2O, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, H2O is on a lot. Yeah. So one and a half for me, two yeah, and a half a two for overall. you. That's a two overall. If you have any thoughts on Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers that you would like to share with us, if you like, Brett, you're a fucking moron. David, you're... You're okay. Not You're slightly as less big moronic. Of a moron. You're slightly less moronic. I heard that you both have really huge cocks, but you guys are morons. <laughs> That's the rumor. Um, but you can contact us. How can they contact us, David? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube. Just search The Swearwolves on Instagram. Uh, search The Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851 so for the swearwolves this week i'm brett i'm david
Welcome back to the Swear Wolves. I'm Brett. I'm David. <laughs> David. Jesus Christ. I'm fucking choking. I couldn't even say my own name. <clears throat> Let's do that again. <clears throat>